All right, y'all. Welcome back. All the Fly Kids show. Once again, we are do- doing our pop-ups around town. Going on tour. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Matt knows a thing or two about going on tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always on the move. Uh, I'm your host, Geronimo Knows. That's Backpack Matt over there. Yep. Back in town, we got super videographer Ryan Gordon. Gang. Creating per usual. Fresh and off of work. Fresh off Florida work. that man. Still in the suit. <laughs> Black man with a job. <laughs> so, where are we at tonight? We are uptown, not far from Malcolm X Park. And it's funny being over here because my dorm at Howard is right across the street. And they tore those down and made them apartments now. <laughs> exactly, mm. exactly. No more Meridian Hill Hall, a.k.a. Uh, the Ebony Sex Palace. Yo, that place was dirty. <laughs> For real? <laughs> what's crazy? Yo, what's crazy is, what's crazy is, I, so I had a homegirl whose mother worked at Howard. And right. she told me, look, if you don't want to stay on campus, submit your housing application late and you can stay in Meridian because it was co-ed. So I was like, bet. Yeah. So that's what I did in my freshman year. I was over there because I was supposed to be on campus. But I said, nah, I'm going to, because there was no co-ed. There was no, visitation was a little stricter, all of that. I was doing my visitation, but it wasn't as bad as it would be on campus. But anyway, um, enough about me. I'll, you know, I'm always dropping in little history tidbits <laughs> about my travels through through the world. But um, tonight's guest, uh, if you go out in D.C., in particular, a lot of DJ events, um, a lot of great dance events are still happening in the city, a lot of electro events. If you are familiar with DJs such as Will Eastman. Uh, who else do you work with? You work with a lot of people, man. Yeah, pretty much when I was in the Bombay Knox days. So Bombay uh, Knox. <laughs> yeah, then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, we, we will get into it. Yeah, Nonetheless, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can go ahead and name drop, it, but go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, nah, say, say, say that for later, but. Um, all, right, all right, all right. Today's guest. Um, multimedia artist that's a lot of stuff but he's really good at all that stuff yeah. an overall just creative individual tonight's guest tonight's episode is called Flash Frequency because I already told you one name with Kevin Chambers yeah it's episode 53 by the way Kevin what, what, what do you prefer to be called Kevin Flash what, what, which one uh, I mean either or okay. you know but um, you know usually when I'm like out and not doing work, whatever people just still call me like Flash or okay. the most or whatnot. But eh, it's it's whatever. It's whatever. Flash or Kevin. Okay. You know, but don't say my whole no- government name. Right. <laughs> not like you know you didn't say it, you know I mean you said it because you know on a radio show. But yeah, Kevin. Okay. Or Flash. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Flash, All right. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. Well, how you feeling? Feeling good. Okay. Good. Very good. awoke now. I'm getting my sleep back. So. Yeah. 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 Well. As we like to start off every podcast, just get everybody to give people a little background about themselves. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, yeah, Flash Frequency. Um, been here since, what, 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, originally from Texas. And um, first year was in Gaithersburg. That's how G-Bird. I got to um, know Bombay Knox as far as um, through Uno Hype, which mm-hmm. when I was staying in Gaithersburg, I stayed like a block away from him. Okay. And 
after that it trailed down to um some old friends that's i know that's in oklahoma mm-hmm. that travel around texas no modi then that's how i got to know like trilateral mm-hmm. and them and um i've been did some work with them or whatnot on the first trilateral okay um and basically introduced them to eric Carkelly, who i was working with that's yeah. a part of flatwood zombies uh-huh. now mm-hmm. And um, after 2012, um, really just started getting into like the underground hit rap scene and shit like that with um, Bobby Knox, and been doing a lot of shows. We s- stopped working with each other like recently, mm-hmm. um, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, during that time, I'm still I still released my album. You know, I Cascade released Dreams my Cascade too? Dreams One. One. Oh, okay. Okay. We still. Um, okay. All right. You know, work with like Cicero, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. done photography for a lot of people in the city from, you know, Messina to Shout out Eastman, Messina. you know, to um, did some stuff that like was crazy that would go with Gold Link that we haven't dropped um, before he blew up. Okay. Know, shout out to Henny for that. Um, I mean, damn, yeah, I still <laughs> have, I mean, even rock groups as far as like Paper House. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Alex a while back at a um, at a band camp event over at Ten Tigers. Yeah, I cool missed guy. that event. Cool guy. I missed that event. Him and um, what Marcus J. Moore was there. Yeah, too. Marcus Moore. Yeah. Yeah, from band camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always wanted to meet that guy, but I don't know how I missed it. But <laughs> to be honest, I blame Instagram for that. Now nah, y'all go cross know. paths. Yeah, y'all cross. We'll, paths. we'll cross paths one day. So, but I, I yeah, been a band camp user ever since. Day one. Since day one. Okay. I mean, yeah, people can so. still eat off of that. Like, I know Odyssey's, most of his discography is exclusively available yeah. sometimes on Bandcamp. Like, people can really make a good living off of that platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, you've been making music since those days, or you started before? Yeah. It was music first. So okay. I really started doing music in, like, high school, rapping, doing instrumentals with some folks I know down in um, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Nationals. Then... After that, we all like had well, they all had kids and like started, you know, getting into different forms of lifestyle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, moved out to Dallas, then after that, came up here. Okay, but yeah, it started around like 2006 when I really started getting into it. Then it started picking up around like 2009. Like I worked with like like DJ Drama and some shit mm-hmm. with. Um, Space Jam J, who's an artist like from Chicago that slept on. Shoot, I'm not, uh, I'm not familiar. St- he's still Check rocking. Yeah, he's still rocking. He okay. definitely got some tracks. Um, you know, Billionaire Boy Scout, who did a lot of uh, production and stuff from Chicago. Um, yeah, so I I can just keep on going. No, you can't. You can't. We go. We we yeah, have plenty to say. Go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I want to know just because you named. But that was just like yeah, the back. You named like, a lot of. In the day. You yeah. named a lot of hip hop production and hip hop artists that you had worked with. At what point did you mm-hmm. really start your 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 music really start taking on um, a more electronic sound? Really going down that that path that lane. Um, actually, when I got here. Okay. Um, like in 2011, like I started doing like a lot of. Um, I think like the f- the first project that I'd release, it was um, Supreme Dream. Mm-hmm. That was like when I was still living in Gaithersburg, and I got introduced to like the Moonbaton scene. Yeah, so by that point, Moonbaton had 
that was that was that era. Yeah, that yeah. was that time. So I released that. What was Boomer Shout out to like? uh, Dave Nada. Nada. What was that? <laughs> what was that era like? What, what can you describe it for the person? That the, was very electronic, like <laughs> yeah. dust that shit. That whole yeah, project, really. But um, 2009 is when you really started seeing a major shift just in the the, the dance music industry as a whole with the sound you okay. know what i mean dubs that yeah. you started hearing more dubs you. you know what i mean you were hearing a lot of uh, a lot of club mixes people were really going hard from baltimore to philly to jersey with the club music yeah. you know what i mean just those artists you know the rise of of uh diplo you know mm. what i mean and yeah and mad decent yeah that was i, I was at the first mad block decent party. block party wow. when they were still in philly doing this shit what was that on uh in uh northern liberties mm -hmm. you know and I mean, now it's like a, it's just turned into a whole behemoth. Yeah. But at that time, the energy, regardless of where you went, I went to parties in New York, Philly, Baltimore, D.C., that same energy was all the same. And yeah. it, everybody knew everybody. <laughs> everybody knew about each other's music. It was yeah. all love. It was a lot of good energy. And it was a good time. It was a good time. And then from about, like you said, by 2011, mm -hmm. by the time Moonbaton had come around, mm. It was yeah. weird seeing that transition too because I'm from Texas where mm -hmm. a lot of reggaeton was like popping off yeah, at the yeah. time. Okay. Then coming to the east, it was all like went from like organic instruments to like electronic, yeah, like sounding. And I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. It's moving time. I mean, like, I, oh, this shit is dope. I like, jump, I jump out on a limb and say yeah. that with with Dave Nada really coming up with that sound. Mm -hmm. I think that helped in, in, in just keeping, keeping electronic music, electro music at that time, fresh. Because mm -hmm. I think it would have, you know. Titswurst was down here too. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. And I think because otherwise it would have just went into like this valley. And then people would have still been going to parties. People would have put, been putting out mixes and projects and things like mm -hmm. that. But I yeah. think Moonbaton helped in just adding a new fresh sound to keep the keep the, the the wave going up to even to this point right. you know what i mean and all that music has managed to make its way into the mainstream you yeah. know what i mean you got guys yeah. like skrillex who's <clears throat> public enemy number one depending upon who you talk to but now mm -hmm. you still got like, people doing dubstep like pretty remixes. lights and stuff like that some all of those that. artists who else? Um, uh, yeah, it's definitely influencing a Cascade, lot of other genres. Uh, yep, Cascade. Yeah, I was mm -hmm. in a, I was in the Bay from like 08 to 2012, mm -hmm. and then North Carolina for 2013. So I would only come back here during the summers or like short stints. So I really wasn't able to be around right. when all this was really popping off. Yeah, I was yeah. listening to like a shitload of Bay Area music. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I need to kind of rewind in my personal <laughs> time and get hip. Oh yes, I mean it's a lot. You know, I mean if it's up to Mumbatone, you know. We hear Mumbatone Drake records. You know Skrillex I mean? got to us, and some of EDM and some of that got to us maybe 2011 on the West Coast. Okay, like more so not in the black parties, but just like yeah. general, general yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, everywhere between there and Vegas, it was it was it was a thing that that sound. Yeah, like when Pitchfork was like really Pitchfork really festivals, yes. Dang, <laughs> festivals. <laughs> yeah. like the good old days. Like damn, going to that website. And, was Pitchfork the one that took uh, Keith to the gun range? Chief Keith to the gun range for an interview, or was it the Fader? No, that was Viceland. Yeah. That was Viceland yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. I think took him to the to that the don't gun. Sound like some oh no, it was a, it was like Viceland noise. It might have yeah. been yeah. noises. Yeah. Noises all yeah. underneath Viceland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was mixed. Yeah, in, noises. So. Okay. Um, they're good for that. They yeah. they like to highlight the, those parts of uh, urban culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, okay, so boom, yeah. 
you get up here from Texas. What part of Texas? Uh, San Antonio and Dallas. San, okay, San, yeah. okay. So you get up here from Texas upon arrival. You mm-hmm. know, did you already have a lay of the land, or did you just hit the ground running, really just working on trying to see what see what the town was talking about? Um, I was doing some shit with some folks over there at Atlantic Records, and we was talking about like how DC was like going to be like a popping like area, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like from three years mm-hmm. after that time, I moved up here, okay. and it actually happened. How I ended up here, I was supposed to be in New York originally, mm-hmm. but. Brownstones was just like getting bought up. There was no more, you know, like subleasing and all the other stuff was like an issue at the time. And it was too expensive. So I was just like, well, let me just go to DC because I'm always like stopping here. Mm. You know, I know a couple folks here or whatnot. And, you know, just like working with folks that I know that's like that was in the industry and stuff like that. You know, there was a lot of freaking people here, you know, as far as like in the music industry. So it was like, yeah. You know why not? You know, come here. You know, I believe DC will be that. Mm-hmm. You know that that next thing that's going to be popping as far as you know with multimedia. Yeah. Because coming where I'm from in Texas, it was really it was really nothing for mm-hmm. like if you're black down there, mm-hmm. like because they really catered to their own folks down there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing bad about it. It's just that you know. It's, it's pretty it's the south right right, right so you know the majority of the city or whatnot is hispanics or whatnot then yeah a lot of the stuff is going to be like tex-mex to hollow music right. the second is going to be rock and roll music right and um hip-hop at that time was like there you know for the community but it wasn't you know what, but what it, it was once was yeah it was just like yo what was if you what? ain't popping in the like the popular high schools down there mm. You know, if you're not going to, if you ain't popping at the Capitol, you know, you ain't doing songs with like some of the local legends and shit like that. You know, you're really just not anywhere. But that threshold, as far as, you know, with the rap scene and just like, you know, just having music, you know, as far as like people who are black, you know, we couldn't really do anything. Mm. You know, going to the radio stations, we got to a point where we was trying to like, like knock down doors, like, yo, like, we here in the lobby, like, it's making no sense that like, all these people that are we making great freaking music yeah you know we're doing a lot of great things and expanding but like y'all not really putting us on mm-hmm. you know then you know they try to do the bullshit you know type of stuff where they um start out with competition so rap battles yeah you know <laughs> and you know whoever won the rap battle will be like at some type of bash or yeah. some type of you know, event or whatnot around Perform a whole bunch of people music. that is not going to care about, like, the local artists, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, the local artists, you know, you ain't popping checks like us, so it's just like, right. why are you even around? So, yeah. but um, still, those things, those functions or whatnot wasn't really catered to, like, hip-hop, mm-hmm. you know? So you always had to go outside the city, go to Austin, you know, you had to go to Dallas, or you had to go to Houston, mm-hmm. you know, where it was popping off at the time. Yeah. So, um... It's yeah. funny because coming from this area it's like a lot of people leave dc mm-hmm. because they feel like the opportunities aren't there you know what i mean or the yeah. major influencers who could get you to where you need to be aren't paying attention to dc that's what people are thinking which make them move down to atlanta for the most part or maybe like try to try out you know new york if they can afford it mm-hmm. but it's interesting to hear that you even, saw even la now a lot of people moving out there true it's interesting yeah. to see that you saw or you heard that dc was going to be the next thing from yeah. someplace else. You know yeah, I mean? cause there's a lot of history here. Like, shit. I mean, the wildest story I heard about DC is that, that I still have with DC. Like, how I first heard of DC mm-hmm. was when um, 
Wale was um, mm-hmm. getting trash talked, you know, all on a radio station and stuff. It yeah. came to a point where our radio station was talking about it. Like, yo, there's a radio station in like DC oh, or whatnot that's like going in on the artist and like, we think that he's good. So I don't know why they clowning him. I don't even know who was, I don't know who was the radio host at the mm-hmm. time that was doing that. Was it? But you know, when he used to call in the spaz on the radio station and shit like yeah, that. I, was, you know, I because, tuned in for some of them joints. You know, because they treated him as, which even I talked about it recently, you know, like the people who makes different stuff, you know, who is more, you're not down on nobody's intelligent skills, but when it comes to like, you're in a higher art form or you're just not with the norm. They call you a hipster. Oh, I, I, yeah, they, I, I saw, yeah, I saw yeah, that tweet they, earlier. And you I, know, they call you a hipster or, you know, oh, you really can't be on the street shit as well. But at the same time, um, yeah, so that's how I really, heard, you know, heard about DC and why mm-hmm. I wanted to move up here. But um, as far as like people running away or whatnot, I'm all like, why right like right <laughs> i don't i don't see why i i left because there was it's that it's just a state as a general mm-hmm. like it's a logistical logistic state communication mm-hmm. so it's not like a logistic state communications like atlanta mm-hmm. you know where you have different cultures of people there mm-hmm. you know that from everywhere and mm-hmm. boom it expands it was just like these are the things that's ran by this these corporate companies and yeah. just you know, wide fields and just long ass roads and, you know, just general living. Right? I mean, you know? I th- I so think, the I th- jobs wasn't really going on. There was nothing really that creative, you know. I think and a it's lot of, getting there now. I think a lot of the reason why That's a lot true. of people leave, I mean, it's, it's all perspective. And, you know, I yeah. know for me, when I, when I, because I, I had left this area, um, I moved to New York for a while, I was living in Harlem. And, um, but that was, when was that? 2004. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was seven in 1989. I wasn't moving nowhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was in, in 2004. You know, DC was a very different place. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and actually, I had moved away before then. I was in Philly from 2003 up at first. But uh, anyway, I think as far as now, a lot of people leaving. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe some people just some people are legitimately getting other situations happening in, in other cities, but for people who don't have anything going on, I really think it's just yeah. them wanting to see something different more than anything else. Which I can't knock, you know, but I also try to tell people, I'm on like, it's best for you to like educate yourself. Yeah. Like on the people that's in your circle. Cause a lot of people would just have these group of people who are really fucking intelligent. Like that's really dope. And that mm-hmm. can like get the job done and they don't, Utilize them. They don't utilize them. Mm-hmm. I'm all like, me, I'm all, you know, build my circle, don't reach outside of it. Like, if, even if I came to a point, like, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not really popular, popular now. Like, I've been more behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But if I was a guy that was been here for a long time and, like, I get to a position where, like, I have to get something filmed or I need, like, a podcast or something like that or, like, I know people who have the equipment why go and pay somebody else like 10 times the prop, you know, 10 right. times more when you have people here in the city that's like, can do the same thing, get it, get it done cheaper. And but execute you, you, the way you want it. But, you, but you, you just you said it. To. You just yeah. said it. You know, you're not, you're not that, that well known here yet, yeah. you know? And I think that's what it is too. <laughs> While all the creatives for the most part mm-hmm. are associated by some way, you know what I mean? Yeah, we all associated, just but, like how we yeah, were talking about but, earlier. But <laughs> yeah. a lot of people still ain't in the loop. 
You know what I mean? There's, right. There's way. There's there's a lot more people here who ain't hip than what we may think because we're always clued in and we know what, what the next person is doing. Whoop de whoop de whoop. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you know, and that's yeah, and that's something I really can't get mad at nobody else. You know, not for being in the loop, but sometimes I'll be like. Yo, you know so and so got this, and you know mm -hmm. so and so that can do this for you. You know, you feel like that's so an infrastructure. Is it like a general like the city lacks the infrastructure that like or the discipline? I don't know if it's discipline, but like infrastructure and organization that like a city like Atlanta has used in mm -hmm. New York and some of these other cities to flourish. I feel like we kind of go more guerrilla style. Like everybody's cool with each other for the most part. Well, but we, well, we have to because there's. Those yeah. institutions don't exist. That's here. what I'm saying. That's yeah, the, yeah. that machine, that infrastructure yeah. is like we're, we're still yeah. in, we're still in growth right phase. You know what I mean? In terms of just building and 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 putting these putting these yeah, I can say that too. Place, yeah, you know, and I don't think a lot of people are up for that challenge of building because mm. also you got people who a lot of people are just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? They don't really have yeah. necessarily somebody can call to, to, for mentorship right. who's done it at the <laughs> level that they are looking to to, to, right. to work at. You know what I mean? Or that that person who's, it's probably, a, like you were saying, it's a bunch of people mm -hmm. who are probably willing to be that manager role or mm -hmm. that A&R role in, who are already pre-existing in your circle. Right. You just maybe don't realize that you need, like that's what you need or, you know, I don't, I don't know how to explain it further than that, right? I, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it could it, I, there's no one right answer. Yeah, there's to no this. one right answer. Because there's so many reasons as to yeah. why things I mean, are the way that they are. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and so, me playing both sides of the fence, I can say that like, yo, a lot. Some people have burned bridges too. Yes, Word. absolutely. You know, like in in DC, and that's like a real bad thing to do because yeah. DC creatively to me is only like six miles wide. Mm -hmm. You know, DC ain't really that big itself. Nah. But going out, but if you're doing damage in the city, you know, within it's, that mile range, you know, from the center, from White House all the way out to, you know, like Eight Street. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Well, okay. So with that, <laughs> you know, I mean, that can do it too. City, yeah. But but it still revolves around like, you know, just coming out your circle or you know, coming out yourself as far as like saying to people that. Hey, I really don't know. Right. You so I'm asking and breaking down the ego and saying I need some help and like go question around. Right. You know, some people just keep that same ego and just be like, I don't want to ask nobody. I want to go to where it's popping. And you know, I right. can't really knock mm -hmm. it. But so you I know, it's just that if you come back to the city, you know damn well it's going to be kind of like people going to be like, hey, it's going to be kind of like you, you left well, us. Well, it, 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 it depends. <clears throat> you know, it depends. Some, some people would take it offensive. It, it, it depends on who who the person, who the who the offended is, the potentially offended is. It also depends upon how how high up and notable this person became going wherever they went. Right. Because then you see that on the flip side, you see a lot of people like, oh, well, they up here and they could you know, maybe get the, and then next thing you know, you see some riding cocktails. I don't want to go into that. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about was. Um, That'd be some, some I, I want, We're not even going, we're not going there. We ain't going there because right, we right. ain't going there. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but um, I want to talk about, since we've been talking about it already, just living as a creative in DC today and in the future. Yeah. Um, there's a whole lot of development taking place in the city to really attract more people, really make it look cool. A much, and 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 this place that is is on now being added to many people's list, believe it or not, yeah. as a place they want to move to for and not for 
the the the, the standard reasons, you know, politics, government, right. medicine, law. It's good to school. see that. But yeah. but which means these people are pretty creative more often than not. And so it's like, okay, what are they bringing mm-hmm. to add to the mix or, you know. Like yourself. You know, or not, because there's people who yeah. live here who are who are very notable. <laughs> Just dropping shit. <laughs> who are very notable, but don't nobody know that they're here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. I don't know if that's a, is a, because they just got too much on their plate to really in, to lock into what's happening here creatively, or they just don't want to be bothered. You know what I mean? I don't know. I really don't know. But I wanted to just know, ask you though, even still, just what as far as living as a creative in DC today and the future, mm-hmm. um, your experience with that and which where you foresee yourself just as a creative existing in DC, the way that it's being developed. I think, um, I mean, where I see myself at, you know, from years on now, I love you know, talking with people, you mm-hmm. know, like I have no problem with like educating people as far as, um, you know, educating folks, you know, to like, you know, helping them out, you know, to where we can be all be seen, you know, as far as when it comes to, you know, just like the, you know, visibility apart. It was just saying like, hey, you do this and I do that. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, we can come together and do some stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, you know, that's pretty beautiful as of now, as far as, um, you know, like with the whole progression of the city. Um, you know, to answer the question, I think um, where I see myself, it's, um, I, you know, I see myself in a, in a way that's like, I'm somewhat of like an outsider, mm. you know, at times, you know, because of like what I do, mm. but um, I still see it on to the point where I'm not a person, you know, who's not approachable. You know, I'm a person who is approachable. Mm. And as far as, um, you know, I can definitely, like, give it a different light, you know, to where, you know, the city would be best as it is, you know, best as it can be, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, to where, yeah, you don't have to leave D.C., no. you know. <laughs> no. you know? No. It's all here. Well, you know, well, there's even, a lot of shit that's here, too. So it's like. Even in the short time that you've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say gentrification and just the change of demographic landscape? Because it's even changed dramatically, drastically, from the time you got here up to now. You know what I mean? Um, has it how, changed like these? Well, no. How how has that uh, mm-hmm. affected just you know local enthusiast support for your music or the the style of music that you do? Right. Yeah. And just engagement, attendance, people showing support. Like, have you? Has that been a yeah. benefit almost? Like it, yeah, it definitely, it definitely. Well, before gentrification, everything was it, it's still beneficial both sides, you yeah. know, with it or without it. It's just that um, with gentrification, for how I seen it, you know, to where we was at the um, when we was at downtown and the zoning meetings and stuff for the New York Ave, four eleven New York, we was trying to fight it, you know, yeah. to like keep that place open. Like um, it's always been beneficial but what happened with gentrification it made a lot of stuff get removed you know i can say good stuff and bad stuff majority you know bullshit you know for the people who don't who takes it as a joke you know as far as um you know with the music or art anything of that nature 
So yeah, it made people tighten up and really just like get on their business and it made a lot of people educate themselves and say like, hey, we don't need this and that to the third to where we can be sustainable in our own circle. Right. Um, but as far as what gentrification also done to the creative community, it um, honestly, I can say at this point, it made us love each other more, mm-hmm. you know, because there was a point where I felt like, where I can see it in some people's face that, you know, that like, there was really no love, you know, there was really just like, I'm sitting here by myself. I, like you said, you know, sometimes people just don't want to be bothered, you know, they're just here for that. And, you know, didn't want to like welcome arms, you know, majority of the time, yeah. you know, so that's why I said, you know, it's just like good things and bad things came out of gentrification, mm-hmm. you know, it made a lot of businesses shut down, which sucks, right. you know, with gentrification, it still ain't helping the music scene, you know, to where it's supposed to be. Hell, we don't even have a, a music store in dc how we hell with the music capital of the united states and i gotta go to virginia i gotta go to maryland Mm -hmm. you know i gotta go to silver spring you know for you know for my music stuff radio shack shut down i can't even go get a damn cable for this if we wasn't even here you know you'd be like damn i gotta go take a 30 minute trip right yep exactly you know so yeah so there's good and bad that came with it you know but i do see that it's given a lot of potential to other people to say like, this is what we need and mm-hmm. this is us gonna be concentrated on this subject and to the point where it's here in fruition, right? And it'll be here for a lot, you know? One so, thing I kind of like, don't really like in the sense of like how gentrification made DC is that it made people do a lot of pop-ups, you know, type true. of thing, you know, that's not longevity, it's temporary, mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. But you have low to cost, res- it has yeah, benefits, low cost. Still, you know, you, know yeah. you have to respect it. It's right. good. Yeah. You know, it gets people hip to like what's there. You right. Know, because I don't know how pop ups just like be more in the eye of of a million dollar company that been here for like twenty years. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's um, and, you know, it's a good and bad thing about that. Yeah. But you yeah. know, it's um, yeah, it's you can go on That's and on, sure. but. As far as um, speaking of some like locations that have kind of come and gone, yeah, and I imagine gentrification played a role in that, or just to increase price of property, like Art Under oh, Pressure, uh, Everlasting Life Cafe, and these were some of the spaces where I first got hit really into. Mm-hmm. Me and Ryan would I go. I forgot that they used to do do yeah. this at Everlasting Life. Yeah, yeah. so we, yeah. we that's yeah. how yeah that's how we got hit to like Cool Clux, Surrey U, uh, mm-hmm. um, Armel, yeah. Yeah, Rest I went to one show that had yeah. them on it too. Yeah, it, yeah we went to the to the um, Jamla joint. Yeah, the Knife Wonder, mm-hmm. Rhapsody performed, and then then Cool Clux went right after that. But then that's how I through Cool Clux and becoming a fan of their music and their independent projects. Right. That's how I got hit to like other artists like Uno Hype and then like that's how Matt I got hit to, Yep, then um, Bombay Knox is how you know through those channels. Yeah, and Ryan and Matt used to rap, y'all. They, they, oh, oh, Ryan, you back to you rap, you back to rapping. What's, my, what's your my, rap name? My claim to fame is I produced one joint for Phil Ide back in the day. So. <laughs> oh, I'll okay. take, I'll champion that. You, you said what? Your claim to fame was what? Never had a show. Yeah. That's how, that's how I can describe it. Niggas was too uh, introverted to perform. And shit. <laughs> Man, 
Okay. We'll we'll play for Flash afterward. We'll play we'll play for Flash and see if he gives us a thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. I met a lot of people in my time when it came to that. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm sure. I'm sure you met more than Man. we did because you were in the space. So that was my question to you: was like, you know, how did you engage with DC in the like, music scene? Sure. What's crazy is that when I first moved here, again, I started working with Guitar Center. So like, that's how I got to know like, like. Wale folks, you know, then, um, you know, as far as, um, what's his name, Tokyo Demo, um, yeah. producer, what's his name, Willy Wonka, yeah, Will, uh, the producer, he used to work over there at Guitar Center, too. Okay. But the studio was over there at uh, Battery Lane. Okay. And, okay. um, yeah. Up in, uh, what's that, Rockville, Bethesda? It's right there. Okay. Yeah, Bethesda, mm-hmm. like, as soon as you enter into it, okay, right there. Okay, cross yeah. over the line. Okay. Yeah, then, um, yeah, that's when I met, like, Phil Ade for the first time, Keontae, then um, who else? Um, Yeah, like, then after that, it stretched out to like N1 Platoon folks. Um, Man, I ain't heard some of these names in a long time. Then then who else? Exo. Exo. um, uh, AB. Yeah. All them. Yeah. Yeah, then um <laughs> what's his name? Um Kareem Karam that does I think he's like on tour or some shit right now with somebody, but um Yeah, yeah. Like Deep roots basically. Deep rooted. Like but D C is so D C is rooted, like Hell yeah. Like to the point where yeah, like I'm naming all those names and you gotta think about like all of the people that's associated with it. Yeah. And it's all like how the hell we're not number one, you know. But we are taking that spot, you know. I can see it right now. We're in an upward progression. I'm, I'm happy about that. I, th- I think, once again, even at that time, a lot of, cause I, w- I remember that that time and just DC hip hop, DMV hip hop. There's a lot of people who, a lot of egos, a lot of egos, and a lot of a lot of bad business deals, and that had the whole scene kind of just split. Some people fell off, never came back. Some other people had a little more success than others, and mm-hmm. and you know we have who we have now. That's you know holding the torch as far as this area goes. You know what I mean? But that time, yeah, it's a lot of egos, a lot of a lot of bad business. That's that's why. <laughs> but, but I think, thank God for technology and innovations. But that's kind of been we no longer have to like jump over those hurdles anymore. We can mm-hmm. kind of move around them. Like, yeah. That was kind of one of the questions I was going to ask you anyway. Was like streaming and being able to just go direct to these platforms without having so many middlemen and like releasing your music mm-hmm. first it was soundcloud and bandcamp but you know i listen to your stuff on apple music you know what i mean so like thank you man. from your yeah no problem from a, from your perspective as an artist like as a creator who's you know mm-hmm. distributing your music on these streaming services how has it made it easy for you easier for you to kind of like build an audience and kind of like even just your workflow you know well, like how streaming um, helped. I mean, it, it, um, I mean, it always been with me because like I've been dealing with the internet like since first streaming services was like coming up in my time. You know? What, what I were mean, those for you? Like, so like when I first started out, like getting into music, you know, we had SoundClick. SoundClick for sure. Yeah, we used to um, upload beats on there. Yeah, then, Sound, um, download beats from there. <laughs> SoundClick. Yeah. You know, I, I watched that go up. I watched that go down. Yeah. Um, I watched Reverb Nation go up. Reverb. Oh Nation. man, Reverb Nation. Oh, man. Nation. You know, on there too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I watched that go up. Watched that go down. Who else? Um, 
Last FM. Last FM. FM. Yeah. Um, MySpace for small. A lot of great mixes on MySpace. You know where you can like change the whole HTML format to make it look like a website. That's how niggas learn. Started learning how to code. Code. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Still using. Yeah. I took all my shit from like Homestead Geo. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Geo. Get the template and just tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Marquee on there. You know, your Netscape Navigator creative days. You know, went right into MySpace tools. Damn. yeah, so I watched Netscape. that go up and um, <laughs> Netscape Navigator. You know, as far as like your, I seen like all of the blogs go up. You know, yeah. all the music like mm-hmm. publication websites and stuff. So, but how it helped now, um, I think it helped. It helped to the point where I can make money off of it. To where, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's always the factor at the end. Mm-hmm. But it also, it also to me, it hurt. You know, like the the streaming community for a minute because a lot of well, hurt not hurt the streaming. Me, I think uh, I don't think a lot of people know it. It hurt it them. What? As far as you know, with the free streaming shit when it was coming uh, out to okay. a point where it was all like, dude, like you have some really dope music, right? Like, you have a dope following, but yeah. all your music is free, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna like take a chance on your fans by 10% by putting this up to the market and try to make some bread off of it and right. just like try to go back and um you know put you know put it back into your craft that may or not may or may not be generating money from like touring and stuff too even yeah. if they're at that point yet you know most artists aren't you know yeah so um yeah so i mean it, it helped in a way with um getting my music out there because the music that i make is not really i mean it's receptive in a way but it's only for like a certain time of a day or as far as like an emotion or a conditional know, or type con- yeah situational yeah so um for me you know like ambient or electronic jazz down tempo mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. you know it's not really a norm you know as far as with the mainstream so all the music that i put out you know when i put it down a band camp which i used to have a soundcloud so i caught like three strikes from them so oh, shit. Uh, just I from just, flips and whatnot like, yeah you know they bought like twenty thousand, you know record labels so like if you have right. mixes from like somebody that you didn't think that was oh, be yeah, having yeah, the music yeah, sold yeah. and that shit gets scanned shit. strike Damn. copywritten infringements so um i heard they were changing that though nah they ain't never changed it they they, they changed they said it just to get people to, to use the shit to, again to, to just, yeah to stay with it <laughs> like i mean it, it's not there like me dealing with coding and you know a lot like i can like i can and you know it also dealing with hacking at times yeah. you know when i used to like do that shit back for like sort of like government and jobs and shit like yeah, that yeah. like what was what like was your languages after. of choice by the way we'll finish this but i want to oh. talk to you about some tech shit too oh okay so, okay yeah. okay um i mean i can see all that shit behind the code is that like yo y'all still scanning yeah. music <laughs> like it's still the, the same functions haven't changed here. it's the same shit yeah, yeah. i mean a, a lot of people don't even know that you can see the shit right there in front of your face you know how you load like a website and you look at the bottom you're yeah. looking at those like strange ass links right there right. yeah like yeah i catch all that stuff right there because i deal with the language at the same time yeah you know when it comes to just like building websites or just you know dealing with brands or yeah you know you know just making shit connect so um so yeah, it's um, it, it it helped in a way to where. Yeah, you said you mm-hmm. were you said you still code. So like, what's mm-hmm. so I hear I, I feel like we haven't gotten this side of you or this story about yeah. you. Like, so what is that? 
Look like you were coding, doing government contract work. Like, what was that aspect of Kevin? Like, we're using like JavaScript, HTML, CSS, front end type stuff. Yeah, I'm more Java. Java? Oh, um, straight up yeah, Java. Java. Oh, wow. Yeah. Y'all are Java. just straight nerding out yeah, on me right now. I'm going to keep it short. But. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. I mean, I, mean, I, know, yeah. these, I know these names, but I, yeah. that's as Different far as coding I mean. languages yeah, to basically. Yeah, you have Java, your basic Visual C++ shit. But right, right, right. Um, OG languages. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm dealing with a lot of, like, processing and stuff right now. You okay. know, for creative coding to where, you know, you put a language together and you get a shape. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Flash, but it's not... It's in his own language of more object simplified, oriented. yeah, more object oriented. Yeah. You know, nodes and like dealing with the X, Y, Z axis with math. So it's oh, shit. it's it can get very, very like science, more science than what you would get from like C plus plus, right? You know, which C plus plus. I mean, it has like damn near it's like trigonometry. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're looking at it, you know, like it's very high Just up. The syntax there. and all. But that yeah, stuff but when you yeah. but when you actually has like a but when you actually have the ability to like take that same language and like break it down to where you can damn near talk to it or whatnot mm -hmm. and you know make shapes or make animations and stuff for it have you done yeah. any creative work with any tech companies at all just wondering because no nah, i haven't honestly it, it's always been like self-work okay. i never i have not no one's reached out for any type of you know collaboration endorsement of anything just because yeah just not looking no, at not no major it's always just going straight to We've, art yeah okay. it's always straight to art but back oh yeah back with the the tech shit yeah. with the the coding and stuff with the government job they only had that gig for about like four months of security okay you know like just, network security yeah and stuff. yeah, yeah. i'm a network engineer just, sales yeah. engineer so i gotta like i use python it's kind of like my coding. yeah i was about to say that yeah, yeah. so it's just so many different making sure that like nobody don't get into the system with what i with right. what i had and plus a lot of my family is military so okay. like yeah, yeah, it yeah. was kind of like good to like have some security clearance already you know Absolutely. with my dad you yep. know then security clearance then um you know just making that job happen I'm it was good it, it was good paying so but, so so you were so you know, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that offline but <laughs> yeah to to bring it back in line i would yeah. say you were talking about you still use some of this code for like uh, visualization of objects and items mm -hmm. you're a multimedia artist it's like so do you directly like just straight up code some of the presentations and or aspects of presentations that you do visually like how does yeah. that process work is there like coding involved with that or is it just all illustration design and yeah i try to um I, I i try to alleviate like just you know i don't even know if i'm saying that word right alleviate as far as like removing or trying to remove yeah. it but um alleviate, you know, I, yeah yeah i try to um get away from coding as much as possible mm -hmm. from where i first started you mm -hmm. know to where I was in processing and like using that stuff with Maxwell Live. Yeah. And, um, you know, doing it live. Mm -hmm. You know, That's now crazy. I'm just like, I rather just, I found that, I, you know, you, co you come to a point where you'd be able to insert a code to where you could record, right. you know, learning how to like record the screen or whatnot, right. and taking that and basically running it into After Effects or mm -hmm. running into Cinema 4D or ZBrush or Maya or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, and make art around that. Dope. You know, so now what I do with the code is that I only use it if I use it for like live, you know, um, it's basically just to like control like paths mm -hmm. and more of just like in a static, you know, static or um, like a static motion to where it's only dare to like 
loop for about like four seconds right you know revolve like four seconds you know like a four second loop mm-hmm. to where you can um basically take that same information that is going on you know with your nodes and take um what do you call it like siphon yeah you yeah. know like whatever that is being animated at that time and bring it into another program that can read the x y yeah, axis yeah, just that's the only time i'll really out. i'll try to use it now so um but ne- yeah it's more just like getting the shit right crafting it up the first crafting time. it right, yeah. then like saving it then automating and like layering else. it while alphas you know just yep. whatever program like yeah. resolume or whatever you know to like layer your shit up then y'all still nerd now yeah then you know then just <laughs> somebody out there yeah, appreciates somebody this conversation knows. right now we got smart but, people on the show if y'all didn't yeah. know that we had smart people but you try it. to yeah you try to i try to get stay away from us just from code now you know but um back then you know how cold was to where it is now four years ago like it's definitely changed like it's yeah. more simplified now super easy like it's much easier i like, would say super easy yeah like you used to have like a hundred thousand lines yeah now you can code. just do like 50 lines right and just libraries you know, and, and shit like that <laughs> yeah libraries like you can load your you like you can load a java library to a website now you know to where you can run the shit that you would be dealing with in like flash or you're dealing with like a program that can hold a JavaScript to where yeah. it's on a website. JavaScript is it's basically like, is the code behind a lot of the uh, animations that you see on the front of a, of a website. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is, is coded using JavaScript. And now libraries are basically thousands of lines of code that uh, have it's already integrated been done through for like you. SVG, right. you know, to PSD layers to right. vector, you know, and you can like you can take the parameters of vectors or whatnot and run it into Java. Right. To the in like that's you that was unheard of you know like eight ten years ago i don't know how many of y'all listening <laughs> to this will have been lost y'all might have cut the shit off by now <laughs> like what are they talking about i didn't come for the math lesson, i was trying man. to bring it back but it was like nah this they just sound like cannabis when right I talk. <laughs> yeah you know, man all scientific and shit. Yo. We ain't here for that. We just want the bar. We in the Matrix, nigga. Nah, it's, 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 it's all good. It's yeah, all you really good. can't get lost in the Matrix, though. I, I, so I like, mean, I, I tried to do. Yeah. I, I was in the house a while back, <laughs> a few years ago. wasn't doing nothing, and I said, "Let me go on Code Academy." So I was on there, and it was fun. Don't ask me how much of that I remember. <laughs> I mean, look. Yeah, go to Nick, get go to GitHub now and just get the job done through right. that through somebody else. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tweak their shit and send it back to them. And be like, yeah, your code is whack, and like <laughs> I figured it out the problems that you're having and um, right, debugging okay, shit. Let, All right, I'll, hey, I'll leave it with this. somebody. Else Let me talk shit. money, right? So yeah. when it okay, comes to code languages, I'll stop it at this. Okay, yeah. Python, which is a very user friendly language for you to learn. I, I feel like everybody should start learning to to code in some way. Because that is the future. Like it's it's the now. Yeah, but I have my son on it. Yeah, people mm-hmm. who know how to code in Python, which is one of the easiest languages to learn, on average, can get a salary of upwards of one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. So, mm-hmm. okay. if you take this is all to say all this conversation to make it of value to the listener. If you just do your YouTube's and your Googles and just like mm-hmm. binge on some shit, and you you know, that's a great way to kind of come up on some money and be on the cutting edge of, you know. What's some next? shit in the future like, yeah. so I can honestly say like if I had like another like 100 hours to myself I mean I only use it to where my money that like how I make my you know my living to the point where I'm just like it's okay yeah you know pretty substantial you know steady yeah but like 
yeah it can get to a point where i wish i was i, I really wish i had like a whole nother year to myself right now okay to really learn like how it's really supposed to be used to its t right, I, mean, right. I use it just to like speak to another program but and we're gonna put you can we, get bread off of we're gonna bread. put a period right there <laughs> we'll put a period right there all right let's let's, let's lighten up a little bit um <laughs> Please, let's lighten it up. <laughs> Y'all laugh me out. It's all good. Oh, no, no, no. It's cool. It's, it's all it's good. It's cool. It's all good. Um, I got to get this segment a, a title. I don't know. I'll come up with it. But anyway. Um, you just should give me my own little five-minute kind of intermission where niggas can go use a bathroom and shit, and I just talk tech with niggas who we, we interview with. I mean, get all you, my nerd shit out the way. You use that. So you, we can you, get back you, to you, this. You use that time up. Okay, so now we know. Next next episode. And it was valuable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get a lesson. We have from a Backpack segment. Matt. Five minutes. We're hipsters. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Nigga, I just learned, earned hella cool points just now. You just don't. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, man. We appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. I, I was listening. I'm just messing. But um. Go ahead. But all right, boom. But so, that's how you progress, though. We gotta talk. You know. Nah, like, lie, see, man. okay. We're moving forward. Niggas came on this mm. interview expecting Flash to talk about music, and look, look, we already expanding niggas' heads and minds with this shit. So yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Right, oh, well, we can go back to the music, yeah, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, un, it's unnamed segment time. All right, boom. So, cultured, creative individual you are. Yeah. I want to know what people, how people, people could live without with regards to just like culture and they, how they nurture their interest in creativity. So, if you had to go on a 30-day culture fast, which could you give up? Fashion, music, visual art, or I don't know if you are a foodie, but being a foodie. Hmm. Which one would I give up? Yes, which one could you live without? I always get asked a question of which one I love more, art or music, and I say I'll take both. Like, <laughs> nah, I, 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 I see, and I was thinking but that, no, no, but no, I said, no, let me see like, what people be willing to sacrifice. But as a reverse, though, I never got asked. Okay, yeah, you know, I, I want to know what people want to be able to Which sacrifice. one would I fast without? So, um, I mean, to be honest, Fashion. I'm in the house all the time. Okay. Like, it'd be wintertime, and I'll still come outside and like in some regular ass clothes. Oh. Like, cause I know that like where I'm going, I ain't gonna be there for long. Okay. And I'm not a fashionable. I'm not a fashionable type guy. You okay. know, I just dress yeah. basic. So, yeah, but that's what happens when you're just like in the house, like <laughs> looking at a computer for like ten day, ten hours or whatnot. Man, you, you got to so, me, man. Yeah, fashion. I have to let you go, but I love it though. Yeah. Like, I fuck with it. Shit, some of the shoes that's coming out now, I'm all like, getting hyped for. Ah, man, I used to be a sneakerhead myself. I might have to like get back in the game. Some shoes, you know, like I can't front like off white half like some of these joints. Some joints. Which 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 off whites? Which ones? Yo, I'm really fucking with those converses. Okay. Word. The inverse converse that he got, like, oh shit, they're like see through. They're like the same type of treatment, you know, he he did with Nike and all that, but Mm -hmm. yeah. What I seen what he did with the Converse is after the show, I'll show you the pictures if you haven't seen it. It's I haven't like, seen it, so I gotta check. Them I'm out. all like, yo, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I mean, that's it's all, it's always a couple pieces that really grab your attention if you're not one to just stay with whatever the the, the current fashion look trend is or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know even for myself, you know, I I I know it looks good. I've even styled some people, but you know, I I don't know my. I like fashion. I hate shopping. That's what I hate. I don't like shopping at all. You know what I found out about shopping? You have to go far, far away 
in order to get what you like. Yes. How far like, though? I think you really just have to go like twenty miles outside of the okay. city. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's how it feels hey, because I like Tyson's got, got Tyson's, Tyson's got Montgomery Mall. Yeah, Montgomery yeah, Mall. yeah, you have to go to Tyson's. That's what I was gonna say. You're gonna have to be like, nah, well, that's a little bit too much saying twenty miles. You're outside of DC at that point. Um, I'll do that. I'll but do yeah, that. I mean, but yeah, Tyson's. You know, you definitely have to go out there sometimes. Man, whatnot, Tyson's used just... to be the place to go. It was all because, it, but it, before, long before the metro opened up, right there, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. You go to Tyson's, you go into this faraway land, but you know, mm-hmm. you going. If anybody says you trying to go to Tyson, you're damn right. I'm trying to go yeah. to Tyson's yeah. <laughs> just you're to trying, be in the for mix. Real, really you're trying, trying. Like, yeah. <laughs> really about that. You know, um, but okay, so you give up fashion. All right, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I, I, I always get a different range, and no one said the same thing yet. I won't, you're the third person I've asked this question to. What's the most they say they'll give up? Music? Um, nah, no, it's probably sa- art. No one says music. I've had food. You're the first person to say fashion. Um, I don't even know how they're going to do actually, that. Actually, no, die. two people said fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, When I interviewed um, Malik I'll Dope give up drummer. food fast for 30 days. So, so you're not going to eat? Like, nah, like do? being a foodie. Being a foodie. Oh, being a foodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, as far We're as talking like, about just, you know, the picky best of just like yeah you know being nah, very you, selective like you just kind of be to stuck with right, right. what you have oh, okay I, yeah 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 you can still right. sustain no you actually yeah Malik the dope drummer when I interviewed him he said fashion too no one said music yet I, I I'm yeah I don't uh, think I can live without music like I, mean, I have to I like that's the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is like go straight to the computer put go to my f- go to my four mm-hmm. websites yeah play what, something what are those websites for you um. ISO 50. Okay. Um, Visual Melt, Pinchy and Friends, Accelerator. So none of the like super popular joints nope. like, on your radar. <laughs> nope. Word. This is like you're super like you get the shit first. Yeah. You know I, I, I look at every other thing else like everything else like um like when you play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You know, like you get that one hot car, yeah. yeah, and all of a sudden everybody in the city got that same car, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "What the fuck?" Right, right. That's how I view the internet. So I'm on like, if it's popular, I know everybody that's you're on the edge of that. Really, shit. They're yeah. really on the edge of that. So I go to like the spots that are like, like I even have more websites than just the four, but yeah, those yeah. are like the first four. Four horses okay. and Gorilla versus Mount Bear. Horse. I'll say five. Okay, you know, Gorilla versus Bear. But and are these you just sites, put some niggas on some shit, are, are these man. sites? You know, they're they're producers. They that you're listening to DJs. It's okay. everything. Musicians. It's like, everything. I mean, yeah, you do get a little bit of the fashion there too, but okay. it's mainly of like the left field shit. You yeah. know that you don't really see. Who'd you, you find know? out about today? Visiting them sites, or who should people be checking for? I guess who should people be checking for? Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I think I just downloaded his project too. Um, since we have fast phones, let me go into the Apple Music playlist. Um, this guy I know he goes by was it is it Nature Boy Flacco or um. Where's he from? He's you in, know, Nature Boy Flocker. He's actually from, he's from overseas somewhere. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't get his name, but uh, but anyway, Kid Knievel, <laughs> Kid Knievel, or um, Nature Boy Flocker. They did some track with um, this guy named Benny Mails, hmm. and it's, um, like this white kid. He's from the UK, if I'm not mistaken. And he got some good shit. Um, 
been listening to Mabel's Bedroom EP for a minute. Um, yeah, you are found really out through her the through, fringes. Um, what's the name? Uh, Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith. Yeah, and like and the likes She's of her. Nice man. I, like, I really fuck with uh, Napalm from Hiatus Coyote. Mm-hmm. Oh. I fuck with her heavy right now. Yeah. Well, she's she's doing some solo. Yeah, she got a solo project. Okay. I, I just got hip to. It's amazing. Okay, like, I'm, amazing. Gonna look, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. I, I fuck with Hiatus, Hiatus Coyote. Not yeah. a lot of drums going on, but I'm kind of in that period right now where it's like I'm listening to more non hip hop. Mm-hmm. This is one girl that's been coming out with these dope ass visuals too. Her name Word. is um, what's her name? Um, Sev Deliza. S e v d a l i z a. Okay. Yo. What is she doing? Crazy. Like visuals to like other people's music? Nah, or just to like her own shit. pieces. Shit. She's kind of like you know how like FKA Twigs when she came out. Yeah. Like with the strong visuals and yeah. like very left field just experimental like music, you, like just very captivating yeah. ass music. That's how she's dropping her shit. Like very strong. That's like tight. not not letting up on nobody. Shit. Right. Sure, um. Man. Overdose. I've been listening to them. Overdose. They, just, they yeah. came back out. They recently. came back. Shout out to Overdose. Yeah. What about what about locally like? Locally, who are you bumping locally, like right now, in, in your rotation, just your personal rotation of music, or are you Op- bumping a lot? Um, Opal, but she's from Virginia. Okay. Opal. Uh, okay. Yeah, O P A L. I've been listening to a lot of her stuff. Um, I've been listening to um Nappy Nappa stuff. Nappy mm-hmm. Nappa. Um, Baltimore Mikey Savage up there for the Mikey rap Savage, shit. Yeah. Um, what? Still, I still bumps like. Sir EU shit, Micah yeah. Doom. Oh yeah, Micah Doom. Um I, I was you know, Lance Neptune. Um yeah. you know, like then you get like the experimental, you know, like alternative stuff, you know, like Paper House, then um Crushing Pain. Yep. Um Mate, um and then everybody else just like somewhat associated with um what is that record label up there? Um Wow. Oh, forget it. Can't really name that part right now, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's been I still been listening to like a lot of local stuff. Okay. Um, still just delight, just keep up. Yeah, you yeah. know what's going on. Uno hype and um, Gump. Okay. You know, I'm not hip with Gump. I'm not. Yeah. Um, um, it's Uno hype. Then he has um, three people in his band, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the band. Yeah, it's a okay. Band. Yeah. Band oh, that's dope. Um, I saw a tweet. Um, that I think might be relevant to the next maybe kind of phase of this conversation. Somebody was like, Fader might do or Noisy might do a DMV edition. And the re- the re- the quoted retweet was basically, well, I hope that they actually do some research and don't just basically uh, show all the niggas they retweet on DMV Music Plug. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. that one kind of. Or that lane, that lane as far is kind of um, like the how they view DC rap, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. With and instead right. of like covering the Micah Doom, sir, use uh, Matt McGee's and and so on and so forth. Nappy right, Nappies. right. So like, what is your thoughts on that? I mean, you don't even really. I didn't even know that they said that. Um, I do know that some people who I know that work with them, you know, that have worked with them, they said they've been trying to do it. But you know, me, I'm candid. A lot of people, from what I heard from them, it's all about numbers and what kind of culture that they're bringing right now yeah it's not about like the actual right the music the music you know about like the strides the heavy strides and shit that they took you know to get to where they at which they should be bigger you know to where they you know current setting but it's all like 
Yeah. yeah. I, I hope they do it right too. You know, like people who are like me, you yeah. know, that does done a lot of fucking work for the city and stuff like that. Right. That should be yeah talked about. Right. You know? Right. Or at least be consulted with. Yeah. You know, in terms like of, hey, yeah, I mean, like that, that's that's that's. You know, I think the main person, whoever they're consulting with, that's going to be the key and who they call to be a part of this. Yeah. You know? I think they should just like just. I don't know why they crowdsource like that. I don't know why that, that should that should that, that shouldn't have been crowdsourced. That Unless there's been. somebody who who actually works for Vice that is very well connected to what's happening here. Because mm-hmm. I mean that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, shit. Nah, I'm, we, I like we, ain't gonna, we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> but nah, but nah, whoever I mean, whoever they have that is has yeah. a connection to on the ground or is on the ground you know what i mean yeah that's what makes a difference i mean that's what makes a difference i mean and there's a lot of good people you yeah. know but you know you, you might get some selectivity too and you know to where they'd be like oh only messing with the young people mm-hmm. right uh, how old are you like, 18 right. to 22 bam you was born after 1993 up until now and you're popping that's it you know it's very rare that a lot of people a lot of companies would like say that they're going to do research in the city or whatnot yeah but don't yeah. touch like the mid-age older generation you yeah. know that's there right i understand yeah. that the mid-age older generation was like some of the people that we spoke of earlier yeah mm-hmm. you know but as far as um it's still good to talk to people who's not popping that's still at their that's at that age yeah. you know like okay me i'm 30 right you know there's other people that's like 33 34 yeah it's rare that you'll see that age bracket even get extended represented yeah. that's saying that they're representing you know for a certain state or a city and stuff like that mm. and like they, they don't want to talk to the elder statesman unless that person is ha- was popping. once upon well known yeah you know what and I mean? that's right. said, you don't have to be all well known you know I, I believe that if you saying that you riding for your city and stuff like that you shouldn't put that age there right you know you shouldn't put the age there to block people out right you know oh because this person does this type of music or not that's not really receptive doesn't mm. say that like you know they can't go pop you know in this area right. and we're going to get blocked out for that so if they um this is my calling to noisy or vice whoever's going to put that together <laughs> i challenge you listening to it or whatnot you know there's a lot of research that you have to do hell go to these people websites because as soon as you go to their websites and it's a lot of people don't really have a lot of websites honestly That's true. yeah people i, I can't really, front about that yeah, you people know, are really checking websites you know, there's a lot of people not really not, checking not websites like but to. um like how they used to and not but like a person like me who has like a big ass for fuck a big ass portfolio right you know like you it's best it. to like go in there look at those type of like websites those people who have that that long list mm-hmm. and just be like okay we need to do research on everybody who's on this graphic side right you know, just don't be selective you yeah. know be open, you know. We're supposed to be progressive, wide open, you know. Your third eye is open, supposedly, and be on the front end. Off you know, of some yeah, shit. be on the front end. You know, right. don't slack because you think you're a Mercury retrograde. Right. Yeah, like too that. safe. I think the music. I think music media has uh, taken on the same approach as the, the the music labels in that they just want to deal with whoever's developed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so the short bet music media they're and some they're are just not, not developed. They're not. Like, they'll put them on and they'll be like, or well. or even well, not even, okay, develop as well as you know they just well known. They got right. the numbers, you know what I mean? Or right. they've done, they've got a track record of some. They've done their own shows. This, mm-hmm. then, the third, they got a following. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rico Nasty should definitely be shown. Oh no, on, she on, absolutely on should. That. She oh, absolutely yeah. special. She absolutely for should. fact, she because she covers, she checks off all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Like her mm-hmm. shows are crazy. Yes. I've she, seen her 
and the first time, when I first learned of her, I saw her perform at some some event down at uh, Blind Wino. Me and my homegirl, we were the oldest people in there. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she said something about Rico Nasty. I'm thinking Rico Nasty's a dude. Yeah. I was like, who's Rico Nasty? Man, she do. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a woman. Okay. She has charisma mm-hmm. too. And man. I saw her. I was like, okay, she's she's got the thing. Yeah. She got the sauce. And this is my first time even seeing Slum, but mm-hmm. Shorty got it. I, she, <laughs> I, I watched her No Jumper interview early, like when it first dropped. I'm like, <laughs> No Jumper. Yeah, yeah. Are you a fan of No Jumper or like, not really? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but yeah, it was a dope interview. It was, you know, good nah, to get I still slide <laughs> Sometimes I'm sorry. I was yeah, just yeah. breathing and like, oh my God, it's like No Jumper. But nah, uh, uh, yeah. I'm just now getting hip to like Rico Nasty. I think I only listened to it for about like three months. Yeah. But um, yo, suppose it was, wasn't there like another girl that that passed away or whatnot. She had like an accident. Oh she yeah. Got into a car accident I, and she was like, I'm blanking on the name. Yeah, I know you. That I, was I know like about, within the past year, like early top of this year. Yeah, I think it was like. Yeah. It definitely happened in 2017. Yeah, though. yeah, it was definitely like three or four months ago. I think mm. something like that. Yeah, I forgot her name ago. too. Rest in peace to her. Um. Yeah. Big shout out to um, Issa Rae for uh, featuring a lot of uh, yeah DMV music. music. Yeah, on, Internet um, James. It, Internet James. On, um, she had, had uh, Gold Link. Had Gold Link on there too. She she's uh, flexing that Potomac, Maryland side of her. So Which we appreciate. That. I didn't even yeah. know she was from Potomac. Yeah, I thought she was. She went to California. Oh yeah, I noticed that when I noticed that when a lot of it was certain people that was congratulating her in the city. I'm on like, right? What? Y'all know her? Yeah. <laughs> and I checked from where they was all from. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Me, okay. People know her from like, PG too. We got gems, so, man. A lot of them. Well, no, there's a lot of gems up here. Oh my god. Well, do man. you think though, even creatively speaking, here there's an there might be an oversaturation, or is that could that even be possible? Oversaturation different of creatives in different disciplines. You know, Can it be oversaturated here in D.C. alone? Or, or just is like it? In, is it? Is it here in D.C.? Yeah. Taking into consideration everybody who says to, oh, I do this, so I got that. And just because they just flipped on something or decided. Nah, I would say last year, if you asked me that question, I would say, yeah. Okay. Now, because of like the times change, technology is progressing. Yeah, I was going to ask, what's like, the difference between you know, like, and What we were speaking on with gentrification and all that other stuff. I would say it's desaturated now. Okay. Like, and you know, you know, like how OG Ron C and DJ Screw say, you don't work, you don't eat, you don't grind, you don't shine. Mm-hmm. Like, I go by that, you know. So, a lot of people have fell under that, you know. Sucks that it's dead weight, you know, that had to be dropped off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is really not a game, you know, when it comes to anything that's in the creative field or whatnot so i'm being, glad you said you know, that so I'm, I'm like, glad you said that so if you're if you're joking about it or whatnot then yeah you're not gonna progress you know a lot of people don't want to deal with you like <laughs> that's real like you're talking mad money but you can't pay nobody to do something right and it's all like message it's all <sighs> that's like the what message you, like what are you doing <laughs> you know super fast that is and i run into that a lot too Still, yeah, I, I mean, you, you go, you go running. I'd be surprised it. too. I'm like, yo, as this long, shit, this as, really got to stop. As <laughs> long as you are accessible, the more mm-hmm. accessible you are, the more you deal with it. The less accessible you become, yeah. you know, people know. Oh, well, if I'm coming to him, I gotta come correct. Or know? so, but then they'll be like, oh, they'll get lazy with it. So and so is an asshole, or so and so is like, 
not really yeah. in tune because that's what they, I'm saying. Like sometimes you just have to educate people. Like you just, I mean, some people really just have, I'm not educated. You, some people don't really just have to do research on certain people. It's me. I'm not going to crack people over the heads for like some graphic design and shit like that. Yeah, you know, I know some people that does. Mm-hmm. You know, can't hate on it. You know, my prices, everybody prices change. You know, but then sometimes the money factor is really not there. You know, a lot of times with me, I'm just like, yeah, I really like this. Let's do some stuff. Right. What do you commission you know? to do the most? Most often, like what you, I commission to do the most. Yeah. Um, is photography is it graphics? Is it design? Is it animation? Is it uh, original music? Like. Um, it's been more graphic mm-hmm. um, this year I've been doing more graphics than anything I really haven't been doing a lot of music just more like building it and like working on it for next year yeah 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 but um but art has always been profitable for me yeah you know to to music to say right you know because of the music that I make you know I wish I can be talk 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 and be all like in everybody's face and stuff like that mm-hmm. and but um yeah i always looked at my i always treat myself to say like hey i always been in the back i'm not really tripping about it like always been behind the scenes but that's necessary with a lot of people. though we need people we and, need more um, people to play that role and be happy playing that role yes yeah facilitators mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah who can make things happen knowledgeable on different aspects outside of just standard hip-hop culture and shit yeah. like that you know like yeah we don't we don't champion that enough to nah. entice people to maybe come from the f- foreground and slide into the background where they rightfully belong, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and I think that's that. That definitely need to change. I mean, yeah, it's me growing up and dealing with all this music and multimedia for my time. I mean, I don't think it's really going to change. Where they congratulate the people who's like doing, you know, yeah. doing the, the real, real work. Right. Yeah. You know, I understand that because I'm not. I'm that. I'm not. I'm that person myself, right? Yeah. You know, to where I'm all like, I don't want the fame, right? You know, I don't really, it doesn't really entertain me. It's built in like, delayed gratification. Yeah, you, you'll get your like, recognition, but it won't be when you deserve yeah. it. It'll be at way after that, maybe, maybe, and hopefully, yeah, maybe. Hopefully, you know, it'll come like, early. I'll like, let it deserve? come yeah, to me, right, you yeah. know. But I'm not like a rap not artist or like, yeah. or I, where I'm fighting to be in the front, right? You know, I'm all like, I'm fighting just to like be stable and live in the back, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. I want to go outside and still, you know, be able to exist. How I want to exist. Like I can go to yeah. a freaking park on a Sunday at the drum circle. Right. And I don't have to worry about like hundreds of thousands of people running up on me. Right. right. But would I like to be paid? You know, for my <laughs> services. Yeah. You know, for I mean, a lot of times you call on me. Right. You know, then yeah. A lot of times, know. being behind the scenes is where you you can get that money. To Absolutely. be stable, more yeah. so than being out in front, you know, being the face of everything, you know what I mean? It's, um, yeah. it's much more long-term value in being able to add value to others. Yes. And so it's almost recession-proof, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you could be an artist, and, and I'm no disrespect to artists because we've all tried our hands at it in some way, being yeah. in the foreground, but, you know, it, you got to look out for self first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, all these artists need people to make shit happen and mm. design shit and do their yeah. videos and so it was like how do you put yourself out there positioning you know making yourself worry about yourself first is yeah. that you're gonna have to chill in the back yeah you know do the do uh-huh. the, uh, the two chains titty boy treatment but um <laughs> i want to talk i want to talk more direct with the Hold on, is it, he is titty he was titty yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> titty boy i never understood that name yeah, for man. a hot second titty boy <laughs> playing circle all of that and i was fucking with them back then but uh yeah. your music right i mm-hmm. i fuck with your music 
one of the reasons why I fuck with your music besides just the instrumentation and the vibe and all those kind of cliche terms is like I'm a very visual person in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm introverted, so I'm in my head going a thousand miles an hour all the time. And so when I'm listening to music, whether I be you know working at my desk in a static position or I'm driving, which is when I love to listen to music the most, I'm often generating or I'm thinking of the music video in in my head, like of what mm-hmm. I would want it to be. And what I, I I fuck with your music because it's it's so cinematic, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's I can paint my own picture listening to, you know, um, right. uh, Cascade Dreams one. You know, uh, uh, the the new single you put out is sad to know I'm not done, right? That's mm-hmm. the name of it. I can I can paint those pictures in my head and just put the shit on repeat or just let the shit go through the playlist and be cool with it. That's just I can space out to that. So how would mm-hmm. you describe your music and like what type of what vibe are you in when you're creating it? You know, are you? I mean, working? I go through the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as um, when I listen to a lot of other people's music or what thoughts in my head, you know, when I'm making my music, like I had the same thing. I'm all like, yeah, I can see people, have, you know, waking up in the morning, you know, playing this while they're getting ready for work or right. you know, driving or like, like you said, being in a static position. Mm-hmm. So, um, but how I describe it, it's more of, um, I can honestly say it's, um, I'll say it's more environmental. You know, mm. than anything else is because the type of the soundscapes that I put <clears> together is more built off of like my surroundings of like either how I feel or just like how this room is the ambiance, you know, the, the ambience, you know, or of um, yeah, and you know, and it's, sounds, you know right? and, it, and it's you know, it's very emotional at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on it really depends on how I feel. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's still ambient down tempo. Mm-hmm. You know, for where it started at. You know, it has this electronic elements, you know, from house to hip hop and mm-hmm. rap or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, but if I would say it's emotionally environmental. Mm-hmm. Was that, <laughs> was know, that organic or is yeah. that something that you just settled on? Um, it's, I guess it, it's something organic that okay. I eventually just settled upon. Okay. You know, it's, it's, I would say it's a big difference from when you say that I set up on it, you know, I settled on it because that was the first thing that came up. Mm-hmm. Me, I was like, this is what I make. And eventually it just became a norm yeah. where I did settle on it. So it took a different effect of like me accepting it to where it's not going to be, you know, like a crazy big sound unless like I can get it recreated, you know, in a theatrical you right. know, environment, you know, having different musicians that have a quartet or just like an orchestra or whatever like you a know, live experience you know? yeah. so um that would be you <clears throat> yeah be dope man and um so put that's that out when, there for you it's gonna happen yeah <laughs> i'd love to do it but um it's um so that's that's how really just about you know emotionally environmental you know very diatonic key scales mm-hmm. it's, it's not chromatic from where from what you hear on the radio mm-hmm. and that's where i always would that's why i always veered away from you know any that's all I always veer away from that when I'm making a track. Yeah. I'm on like, I don't want it to be the standard, you know, intro, eight bar, lead in, verse, yeah. chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, right. outro. I'd rather just be like, yeah, I can rock, you know, a good vibe with you for about like 40 bars yeah. if I wanted to, <laughs> you know, on Like the, house the recent track. joint is mm-hmm. like, I'm, I, you know, I'm trained to wait for the drop. Yeah, but it just keeps kind of like subtly yeah. building. Yeah, up. Yeah, it kept you know building saying? up. Yeah, but I fuck with it because of that. You know what I mean? It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's cool. Yeah, and I, and I, that's um, I mean that track is straight live. Like it's Word. it's 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 live looping. You know, to oh, sure. um, 
and it's live looping, then I reconstruct it to where it somewhat follows a some a type of flow, sequence, you know, yeah. a sequence or whatnot. But that track is originally like if I was to release the extended version, because it, it keeps building, <laughs> but I'm all like, I can't just continuously, Leave. like organically build this out for about like 15 minutes, mm. you know? So I was just like, live looped all of the recordings, you know, like I have a guitar now at the crib, so you can hear some of that in there, you know, ran through like a whole bunch of effect modules. Yeah. And, you know, I got all these sounds from the synthesizers to the rolling, um, you know, the JV2080, you know, I got the SH101, mm -hmm. then I have the, um, yeah, those are the ones that I used for that track, then a lot of Omnisphere, like, onboard VSTs, yep. you know, so it's me continuously just building and building and building, but it would be long as shit, so I just went ahead and just said, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a traditional type of musician, right, right, so let's chop this up, rearrange it, you know, bleed stuff in, you know, fade stuff in and out, mm -hmm. and still show that it's a track that's out of its norm to where you're waiting for the drop. And right. so like, not, not, not I quite. got, I got actual four more bars, right. <laughs> but I'll give you this. And then all of a sudden, you know, oh. you hear like new keys, yeah. you know, then you hear like new strings it's and, joint, you know, the bass line comes in, you know, you know, the doom, 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 you know, then that low end bass will come, then you hear all the bells, doom, 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 and I keep stacking that, stacking that, then jump back out. Let's talk know. about Cascade Dreams too for mm -hmm. a little bit, cause that's coming, that's the, that's the next situation. Yeah, that's the next one. Talk about that. Um, I say this one is, is, is different in the sense of, of time. Mm. So last one, yeah, 2014. Yeah, um, I peeped that when yeah, I went on yeah. band camp. I said, man, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 2014. and released singles in between that time just to, like, show people, yeah, I'm still doing I'm still music. still doing it. Um, <clears throat> this one is different just because, um, yeah, I picked up the guitar. Okay. You know, then I started reading into different um, different scales of music and different modes. Um, you know, started listening to a lot of different music that's out of my norm, which I always had which I always, I still have a crazy, like a large library of music that I downloaded over the time, you know, or ripped from vinyls and shit that I have mm -hmm. in my collection, you know, to MP3. But this one, it was just like, yeah, let me um, show you, you know, that the new stuff that I'm doing is still going to be in the same realm of like my older music, mm -hmm. but it's going to be more captivating on its arrangements, you know, and the sound selection, you mm. know, and it's more organic, you know, it's not like I'm in the studio and I got to like whip up a whole bunch of tracks. Right. It's yeah. just more of like this one. I really took my time with it because after Cascade Dreams one came out, Cascade Dreams two was already like in the making, but I had that other side project that I wanted to release called nonfiction which I did three tracks for mm -hmm. um, that I put out, but that was like the soundtrack to the short film that I was supposed to have. Uh, short film? Fate. Yeah, it was supposed okay. to be. So, I, yeah, so right now, y'all the first one to hear. I basically <laughs> just canceled it because the visuals and stuff that was coming back with some people that I did, that I had an agreement with, you know, for 
for it, this wasn't coming out right. Mm. And I didn't want to drop another project, you know, especially like nonfiction, which is going to be, which was, nonfiction was the sound score um, of the music that's in mm-hmm. the the short film yeah. and whatnot. So I was going to release the short film first. Mm-hmm. You hear all the music that's in there, then yeah. kind of like a movie, right. you know. Get the soundtrack. You, know, you get the soundtrack after. Right. You know, but... um. It just didn't really work out to where I wanted to. So I was just like, let me finish up with, let me go back to Cascade Dreams 2. Reason is number two is because there's like, it's, it, I feel like it's a continuation. You know, there are some songs in there that you're going to get in the studio versions that are from Cascade Dreams. Like, uh-huh. I just never finished it, those songs. Mm-hmm. Not saying like, all oh, this shit is going to be like old ass B-side releases and stuff, right, but it's right. going to be like, yeah, that idea that I had back in 2013. Taking those stems. Like, I'm taking those stems and those MIDI notes or whatnot and rearranging them and doing, you know, how I was supposed to, you know, and uh, come up with some new stuff. But also add my new st- add my new knowledge, my new style you okay. know, that I have for music making, my new appreciation, my new love for it, you know, yeah. to where it's going to be the first section, like the live looping stuff. You know, then uh, like you hear from you know the first single, mm-hmm. so that's no, I'm not done. You still gonna get like studio produced instrumentals or whatnot. That's, I'm those are the ones I'm actually like, yeah, I'm making that, making it fully mixed, yeah. fully arranged. Like this is like a straight studio side. Right. Okay. And there's another part on there where I'm linking with a lot of artists in DC to where uh. we're we're making music together. So it's a three part. Um. It's a three-part section, you know, a three-part album. Okay. You know, so the next single that I'm releasing is going to be with somebody who I know that's from that's from Bronx, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say names, though. That would be a yeah. too early. But, <laughs> you know, you don't, and previously, you haven't had a bunch of features or, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, projects, Cascade right? Dreams 1 was supposed to have a right. I had features on Yeah, there. like I had, one feature on that project, right? Yeah. yeah. It was. Um, Time. I, I, I forgot who the. the Time. That was actually me. Oh word! Yeah, straight up Shadow Fox. Shadow Fox. Yeah, ah, okay. That was me, but that, oh, the vocals that I did in that chorus part, like that was me. Oh, that's but okay. I was supposed to have me. Um, I was supposed to have a lot of people in the city. Like I had Uno hype on there, you know, because me and him was like alongside with each other. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to have some tracks. Um, we did some tracks or whatnot, and. Some shit got lost. And then there's some other music and stuff I did with people in the city that have vocals on there. Shit got lost. Shit. So Cascade Dreams is actually what you're hearing. Like what you hear on that album is me. I had to remake those mm. wow. those tracks just off the sense of like, I'm glad that I starred mm. all of the VSTs and the sounds that yeah. I use in these tracks. And I was Quick just to like, retrieve them. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, cool. I favorite these sounds. Right. Now I can go back and just redo it. Right. You know, so... um and so shadow, shadow your, it says the label on online is Shadowland, right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that your label? Because your mm-hmm. Shadow Fox make that connection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you sure. basically distribute your own imprint, independent, doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All paperwork, all shit is everything categorized and cataloged through me. Yeah. You know? So so all you're getting all them dividends right back, yep. is coming right back. You know. That's perfect. Um, like on streaming shit. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about um, blockchain, Bitcoin, because I know you tweeted something. Like, yeah. If you're on, if you're getting hit to Bitcoin right now, you late. 
right. freaking late by yeah, yeah. a whole ten stacks now. So, 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 <laughs> so, what is like? Are you were you heavy in it like early on, like post Silk Road when niggas got arrested for selling, you know, all that contraband and shit? So Bitcoin really popped off because of the uh, financial crisis in two thousand seven, and. Mm-hmm you know, consumers and Americans stopped trusting the government as much and mm-hmm. also stopped trusting our currency because yep. the value so, of everything just went to shit. Yeah. So so somebody, I believe, yeah, it was a lady. Yeah. Came up with it. Supposedly she committed suicide. Right. Uh, but I think the government. Satoshi. Yeah, I believe the government killed her. But the reason that she's saying that, that um, she committed suicide is because she was fed up with how the business was being ran or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm honestly thinking I'm all, I'm not a conspiracy theorist type person, but I would say this though: How the hell you create a whole new currency or whatnot, and you're pissed as shit? Right. Wait, yeah, is this man. the is this the person that they were talking? Y'all know that documentary on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Satoshi. Then some they, some people they thought, think it's an alias. Some people yeah think it was yeah this yeah yeah okay Asian okay. guy and then they never quite been able to. But all signs are pointing to this woman who who developed this white paper, uh, okay. developing blockchain technology and, she and the suicide. currency, this digital currency above it. And people yeah. say that she she Bitcoin or he is, committed yeah. suicide. Okay. Bitcoin is cool because. Anytime you delete something off your damn computer or whatnot, or you delete it off your inbox and your email, I mean your email or whatnot, um, it's basically lost data turned into currency. Okay. Like just yeah, lost like you trash some shit. Like let's say like it's like an online defragment. Like shit. you know back on Windows PC. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like all that data that was thrown everywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine all that data, all those little yeah. red dots or whatnot right. that is not really I in used line. To burn that thing. I'm like, we gotta make more space. Clean yeah. it up. Right. We gotta make clean up the disk. <laughs> so and, and that that, that so, aspect um, of it is what Bitcoin mining. Right? Yeah, mining Bitcoin mining and stuff currency. like that. So that's how. That's how I got into it. Word. But, oh, from the mining side. From yeah, the from the mining side in the early stages and shit. Like I made some money off of it, but right. It's, it's, yeah. People, so I, I ask people all the time. I'm like, you, are you willing to get into it now? Like, people are, are you late, willing to sacrifice? You, are you willing to sacrifice your energy bill? Right. Well, because I had a couple servers set up for my shit, and like, my, I would make this amount of money or whatnot, but half of that money would go to my electric bill expenses. because you burn that shit up, like, because right. you're mining, like, you're grabbing, like lost data off the internet and trying to translate into a bitcoin service so so, so bitcoin, when did you when did you get into it i got into it like 2007 2008 okay like, right on. when it first started off okay like, so you right there yeah i was right adopted. there all the way up until like 2011 like 10 2011 yeah actually right when i moved out here like 2011 i just stopped fucking with it really yeah. mm-hmm. like um but i it sucks that I, let, that it you go. Let, I it. let it go, but a lot of people let it go yeah, at that time. Right? Everybody was just like, "Yo, we really don't see this shit." Yeah, see, right. Yeah. And like nobody me, believed in it. Nobody. Like me, I didn't know that we was gonna have i7 core processors now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like back then it was Pentium days, slow yeah. as shit. Yeah. Still so Pentium. it was um, super wasteful. So energy. like, yeah, like you're burning up mad energy. Like you're doing, you're going so hard to yeah. collect information because your computer and technology was so slow. So now it's fast right. as hell. Right. And like you can go buy i7 core processor, you know, with a couple of like gigabytes as far as you know in your memory or storage, get yeah. a new mac that handles like teraflop yeah, like yeah. a fucking teraflop and like daddy data transfer and you're all like now 
yeah, you can do it, mm-hmm. but it's gonna take you a long. It's gonna take you a long time to get get a Bitcoin. So it's, to even probably even get twenty five, it's gonna take a long time. Is because there's so many people there that got fast computers now that are data mining still and using multiple services and whatnot to collect. And it's like it's two yeah. ways to basically get Bitcoin, right? And Bitcoin yeah. was like super compared to the dollar super weak forever because people just like what the fuck am i going to use this where are you going to spend it at and it wasn't (laughs) until the silk road which was you know people were selling like drugs guns yeah uh, black women really yeah just for the listeners yeah like black market shit that's when really saw the application of bitcoin because they were using bitcoin to create Mm -hmm. the transactions because it's extremely difficult to trace it back to an individual person Mm -hmm. but now we're seeing like this big bubble happening but i really wanted to kind of talk since we're all black people here like that shit you're seeing a lot of too yeah you're like seeing a lot again. of <laughs> it went it dipped down again like no nah, it's just that like like it like the bubble not saying like the bubble it blew as far as like the, the whole value went right. down it was just that like it got inflated like so much oh, yeah. by so many people the, that like yeah especially now there's a when i say the bubble blew this time it was just oh, that blue, like yeah. a lot of people know about this shit yeah. now right, so it's yeah. just like and there's a bunch of people com- who have launched cryptocurrency companies yeah. you mm-hmm. know every day i'm seeing articles about especially as far as black owned companies mm-hmm. you know i'm seeing a ton of articles every day coming out about another black owned crypto company um, yeah, it's a good supplement just to have on wanting the side. To, you know, like if you really get it, especially right. and also wanted to make sure they get through that whole, I guess, uh, the whole message, the whole purpose of it being lost in translation. Because a lot of people still don't understand. Mm-hmm. Well, why would I want this, and how much is it worth, and what's what is what's the what's the deal with it? What can I buy with it? Things like that, mm-hmm. you know. And also just the barrier to entry. They've pushed it at a level that. A good amount of people could enter into, but you know, still not something that every and anybody could. For me, it's dope to see black people on my timeline talking about investments and trading. Yes, and yeah. yes, like it's that. always and good. General peaked interest mm-hmm. in in the financial market, and yes. Bitcoin mm-hmm. is like our. It's still low barrier to entry because it's still supposed to skyrocket in value. Who knows? It might. We don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But but the application of the underlying tech of blockchain, which people can research on their own, can be applied to so many things outside of just money. So if we could just keep really like learning the shit, it could be a big thing for our community. We always talk about the black dollar and all this shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Just wanted to you know pick your brain on some shit like that. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I know. But I, uh, it's it, it's it's good, man. Okay. It, it's good to get it now. I mean. It's very slow to like get to where you want it to be because yeah, like it's oversaturated. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as you know, to like have it as like a backup, you know, to supplement, right. you know, your business, you know, it's better than saying like, hey, I need to crowdsource, you know, to get this money or whatnot, right. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. spend right. your time with Bitcoin, right, in the markets, and, you know, or whatever your cryptocurrency or mm-hmm. you know whoever that you know all these services is coming out now, right, all these companies where. You know, so it's good just to spend your time and money on that, you know. But absolutely, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm all with it. I'm, 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 I'm with it. Yeah. Like I've been there since it was like shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when nobody was messing with it. Right. Like Bitcoin. You told somebody that that was just like. What the fuck is you talking about? Like that's kind of like saying MySpace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you know, I'm like I'm like Bitcoin. What the Bitcoin. fuck is that? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now, nah, I don't even know. Like yeah, because no market was open. 
Yeah, so that's why it thrived on the black market is because mm-hmm. like they saw the, they over, saw the utility in that shit. Too. Yeah, I mean, but that black market shit was like for a lot of people that was overseas because right. they was already like certain parts of like Russia, like Northeast Asia, and like Brazil and like South America. Mm-hmm. You know, like they was on that shit. You know, yeah. because it was you know it was subjected to them to really learn about it and get money from it is because the way they was living. You know where they was living. Yeah. You know, if you're in a third world and you ain't making nothing, you yeah. know, and you need to make something, you know, then yeah. you get some Bitcoin, you know. So you it, it really deal. wasn't thrive. It's it's still not really thriving yeah. over here like how it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over parts and other different parts of the world or whatnot, it's like. It's, it's up there. Well, yeah, stay, it's well, really up there. Staying in line with the, with the, with the financial conversation, you know, we've got this mm-hmm. uh, tax bill that was just put on the table that's just been approved that. A lot of people are up in arms about. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people. Um, it's really fucked up. Right. I, okay, so I, I looked at I looked at a couple sites just, you know, trying to just find the main points of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I can't say it made me feel like it was the end of the world. A lot of people act like it's the yeah. end of the world. You know what I mean? And I mean, but, you know, the media, especially social media, tends to do that with some yeah. things. But um, I think... I don't know. I, I I really for me I I fall on the side of just you know. It ain't hurting my pocket, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, honestly, like right now, yeah. I look at it, I'm like, well, it's not really. Right, yeah. Well, it's messed up though. It's It's really fucked up for right. a lot of people. Yeah. You know, for you know people who are just not there financially. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to go to different measures of like getting your money and dealing with certain companies or having a certain bank. But yeah, that's a lot of people. But I think the number to me is over exaggerated. What the, uh, the, like, the new tax brackets or uh, yeah, with the tax bracket and the amount of people who's going to be affected. Yeah, I, we'll I see, mean, you, you they're going to be affected, but I don't think they're going to that out of those million people. I don't think they're going to be affected to it by like a hundred percent of like what the problem really lays into. I think yeah, I like I might get hit or us regularly right. like might get hit with probably like twenty fifteen to twenty percent of right. those problems in there, right. yeah. but still to be like. I might get hit with like fifteen to twenty five percent of those problems mm-hmm. for somebody else who's probably like making less than me yeah, to get hit with like sixty percent of that problem. Feel that, or somebody who has multiple kids who yeah, are like, right. I have four kids and I rely off the government for certain things or whatnot to give me you know this boost in cash and even yeah. supplementing me, or like. I have this deal with the military, you know, for like the GI Bill and like they already like Trump already fucked that up, you mm-hmm. know, with the GI, but you know, for like if you're in the military or whatnot yeah. and the military is paying for it. I think the, the, the GI Bill or something like that. Yeah. The GI Bill, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I thought they the kept. I, I thought they kept the. Um, they kept it, but they took a big chunk well, out. No, of not it. the GI Bill. I'm talking about in regards to just um the uh, um what is it the earned income credit. Yeah, they did keep that though, right? Or did they? Did, I remember correctly. I think they. I think it's like if you're like, if you're at the bracket of like making fifty thousand to fifty five thousand, mm. you know, like a year, like that affects you. Even if you're making that same amount of money, you got like three kids. Mm-hmm. And as far as um, with the, what do you call that? The, the end of the year shit that you get for it if you have a kid. 
Uh, you know, and like yeah. that amount of money that they're supposed to give you from your state or, you know, that the state gives you, you know, let's they're say like, that. yeah, you know, I claim my kid and I get like 3000 Yeah. That's going to affect a lot of people depending on like your bracket or the amount of money that you make to where you're not going to get that 3000 You might get a G. Right. Now. Yeah. And you can't, you got a budget for that. Yeah, that you had the budget for that. So, it, yeah, it's definitely. I think the, uh, I saw an article. Y'all, I think y'all probably saw it too in your timelines, but like. The number of family dollars across America has started to skyrocket, and the and the and the corporation that is family dollar is like in a boom right now because, like their demographic, which is uh, citizens who earn forty thousand or less, keeps going up, and so they're just eating off of this as a company. Which, but it's also like a reflection of the state of our, you know, our households, like mm-hmm. people making forty k and, and under as a household keeps going up yeah like you're raising the taxes on them people right. like, and they're the people who are getting hit with right. this. and we're the ones who like like those people who make the people who make that money you know and that around that those are the ones that, like does working 40 hours a week facts plus you know 40 hours least, plus yeah 40 hours a plus getting fucked over on that damn overtime Probably you know like, like the real ground workers so right. not saying i did say that that talking about it now as far as um that number would not and i said it was over exaggerated now talking about it you know in this sense i mean it's almost correct though yeah like, it's almost correct you know but still that's that's crazy like i couldn't even believe like like your average person in the city like here if you're living with like roommates and shit like that you're probably making about thirty thousand. There's some people who only make about like twenty five. There's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who still live here in the D.C. that makes about twenty five. Absolutely. You know, it makes about twenty five k a year, and that's wow. When you and honestly, that's you can say that's poverty. No, it, like it, you're it, barely getting by. Like you're paying mad money for and the, like, and the incomes on the top end mm-hmm. end up inflating the average the income. household so, income. Yeah, so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't think that there's literally a gap. Okay. You know, like you're gonna make me move outside of my state and go to a damn place where I have to live where there really ain't no jobs, but it's cheap because the rent is five hundred dollars. But mm-hmm. like, ooh, I might move. I might. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> or you might Waldorf move. Waldorf ain't cheap. Nah, Waldorf ain't cheap, man. But that's because people have moved out the city, and the first niggas to move out went Waldorf to, went is to nice. Waldorf because or PG. you have to like move to Florida right. and like all, you're North Carolina. You're like your, your, your most your highest paid job in that neighborhood is a family dollar. Like, but the rent there circle. is, but the rent there is like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. So the money doesn't change. Like the money changes is that cost of living. You know, and all the, that the, the cost of living doesn't. It, the cost of living never changes. Yeah. You know, it's all. It's just that it's just a type of area that changes around you to what you want to make. Right. You yeah. know. So if you're living in a place where sixty thousand and whatnot by yourself barely get you by here in DC. Shit. If you're yeah, living by fact. yourself, all that right. is fucking fact. Right, yeah. Like I don't even know how people do it. Yeah, like you're gonna be paying those prices of like of that, you know. Yeah, your lifestyle is gonna be a little bit up, but try to take that same type of shit down to Florida or whatnot. Yeah, you know, you ain't gonna be wearing the same clothes. You ain't gonna be wearing the same shoes. You know, you know your job that you're you're gonna be you're gonna be making low wages. You're gonna be like low wages, but you're gonna be in the area where you're making three hundred, four hundred dollars. You know, on your paycheck or two hundred dollars on your paycheck that goes to your rent, and it's just like there's really no social life. And that's what they're really trying to do with 
a lot of the shit now where they just want to push people out of the good areas and make them move to places where there's nothing that's going on. But at the same time, a lot of the government and people around here promote saying to, you know, make sure that the creatives or make sure the people who are that's really working the most, like, care about them the most. Like, we need to care about them. And it's, that don't really be happening. You know? Like, you don't really care to a certain extent. It's a tight line to take. walk, man. Cause, yeah, I mean, very you, tight. You, you and I both, you know, deal with these people on a regular basis, you know, yeah. and know, and know what, what is why we're needed but also why you know that underneath is just like ah, is it really what you say yeah well, okay all right with the skills <laughs> with the skills that i have now i shouldn't be making the amount of money that i'm making right now i shouldn't be living the where i'm living right now i think i should be in a different place i don't know it might be me as far as i mean uh, i'll say it is me as far as not taking it to that level to where it's supposed to be mm -hmm. yeah like i'm pushing the fucking bins now nah, i'm still real. walking in dc i mean DC <laughs> i would love very, to be there dc but is a very time, walkable like, city right, yeah, yeah very well gotta put city. that out there yeah. but um, <laughs> art can be a burden in this motherfucker. you know you know um, I, i'll say i'll say it is me but but for what the government is doing you know to a lot of people who are, are not like me they're forcing them mm. you know to like make them go somewhere else you know or force them to like work harder than what they're supposed to and take time away from their family and shit, you know, just to like help that business grow, but you're not really helping the people. So that tax scam, like that shit is a scam to me. And yeah, that's fucked up. Like for you to write a whole bunch of shit on the side and Dude. give it to somebody five, six hours and say, read 400 of my pages. Well, apparently that's not, that's not un too yeah. uncommon. For, for the, for oh, it's definitely not. It's just that this time they was just annotating on the side, handwritten. Oh, that 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 happens all the time. But this is the first time that it like somebody was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this. No, this. I'm getting tired of these little notes and shit in government <laughs> right. wrote on the side. Right. We're gonna put it on blast. Right. So when yeah. that dude got up there and was all like, yo, you see all this? Right. Like, this is what like, your he, government. He was saying like, going to. he was saying like, you know, we deal with this all the right. time. But he was just like, for something like this, yeah. You don't do that. And, and we're going to expose y'all, like, how government really be editing shit yeah. and, like, putting it out to the people and really make it, and subject people to follow that rule. I, I, so, I, I know we're running long on time, but I'll say this on, a, on yeah. a, just to tie in the finance, financial state of America and politics and Trump. I will say the only benefit to this experience so far has been we are learning so much more about how the government operates and, mm -hmm. you know, the inner workings of things more so than ever before. The veil has been lifted and we're tr truly engaged more so than we have been absolutely. for the past. We right. absolutely are. And, and thank goodness. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> that but, shouldn't have been the case, but I'm happy that we're learning from this shit and are yeah. actually like. And one thing I would on say, it. too, on, on, to add on to that, I think this generation should not be. The, the amount of the, like financially, I think this generation should, is, is is the they should have it way better than oh. our parents and shit back then. Yeah. And they're not and, and they're they're not doing that. I mean, yes, I, not saying they're not doing that. Is that there's a whole bunch of shit, shit that, that is, we have to do that is, that's that aftermath. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that like we can't control. They can't control on why they shouldn't. Right. You know, you know, be better than where they at. Right. Like, the we generation now the ten times smarter than us. You know, but financially, where everybody should be at in this time and age, should be way the fuck up there. 
But yeah, you get oppression. But you get gentrification. You, you get. We, we, we're in a shit. we're in a just a, a wild time, you know. We I mean? are in a wild you, time. You think about that just politically, how everybody's clued in, and, and because everybody's clued in, and so much is being exposed, it's almost just like, what type of fuckery? And it's almost borderline. It's are we? It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, border, really it's like borderline. Uh, 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 you think of a developing country that has a cor- corrupt government. It's like we almost right there. You know what I, I mean? mean He's got more money. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. We could, we could, we could, we can got hide more some weapons. things. We got could, you know what I mean? You largest got that. military in you the got, world. You got every every friggin' day another guy we know mm-hmm. <laughs> is being called out for sexual assault. You know what I mean? It's the awakening is kind of like the blowback of this kind of yeah. Not not as a direct result of Trump, but Man. that sentiment has caused a if reaction. If I was the president too. right now and Trump told me not to fuck with somebody. I would, I would not fuck with them. We all knew that. We all knew that Flynn was not supposed to be there. Right. Like, cause he, like Trump verbally said it. Yo, do not mess with this guy. Yeah. Nope. Oh yeah, Obama told Trump not to fuck. Yeah, Obama. Yeah, he, he, he. We all know that he told him not to do it. But yeah, that shit's fucked up. I'm not even gonna get into the other side. Like, I'm not even gonna get into the other side with Steve Bannon and all the Grand Dukes and all these races. We should have started with because I'm from because I'm from the South. So a lot of these people that's in office right now, like, like the way that they ran their state, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as like the people that are associated with it in the South or whatnot, yo, all the motherfuckers is with the shits. (laughs) As far as not with the shits on the good, yeah, yeah, I know, bad. Like as far as like they all bang with Trump heavily. Yeah, it's the wild wild west right now. It's the wild wild west, you know, and and it's only going to get uglier. I know it will. It's only going to get uglier. You know what I mean? It's only get uglier. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I don't know. Even just thinking about going back to the whole just like financial component. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I want to talk. I definitely wanted to just get your thoughts on the state of, um, I guess, current culture. when you have events such as like a complex con and just what happens at those types of events. I was reading um, an article on uh, Sense and basically the guy's perspective, Rembert, he, uh, Rembert Brown, he wrote it. Um, it's, I could relate to him. what he was saying. I would have said the same thing if had I gone. Basically it's a bunch of kids here, not kids, a bunch of young people here mm-hmm. who are spending money on things that they don't have, that they, they can't afford and just to get us just to get that perfect instagram picture that perfect snapchat you know mm-hmm. what i mean picture turn around go to the ebay booth flip it whatever um but who's really there for the culture and who's really there just for the for the moment like who's really there like no no that, that's that was like, basically his, oh, that, that was he was that was that was his that. perspective okay. that was his approach because he was even he even started off he said um yeah hold up, I, I i quoted something for this um but a room focused on fashion there was a near paralyzing lack of style and swagger present it was the closest thing i'd experienced to being on the main floor of a casino but filled with people that had only gambled online like even down mm. to, this is a this is an event that's really focused on you know different brand fashion brands and yeah. it was a bunch of just poorly dressed individuals <laughs> i yeah. saw pictures and i just said eh, eh. a couple people asked me like yeah man which is like yeah eh. they 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 trying too hard yeah it's because they have the accessi- the accessibility of like being more visible now than from when they, when niggas had the freaking flip phones and whatnot and trying to look good on that on the motorola razor and mm. shit 
Like it's, it's way different now. Okay, think about like, so think about just um, the, the quality of the cameras from then to now yeah. on a phone. Oh yeah, it changes it. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what that's what a lot of that's what a lot of people don't really. That's what a lot of people don't get. I'm all like, yeah, because nobody was taking yeah, selfies yeah, back yeah, in yeah, 2004. Your outfit looks pretty whack. Right. Yeah. You don't even know it looks pretty whack it's because you don't even think that it's that clear. But I'm on this retina like display. Shit, bro, like. You, <laughs> Yeah, they they try to do too much, you know. It's because I mean, it's, it's like what our mother said, you know, like, you know, it's monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can see that that's the word individuality is not really there no more. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a there's not really a people there that's guiding, you know, the the new generation. You know, like how we had back then with OGs, you yeah. know, when you had somebody who would be straight up with you and be like, nah, nigga, stop. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, like, stop doing don't that. Do don't that. do it. Like, don't yeah. do it. So it's hard. You don't, well, depending you, don't, you don't get that no more. You don't have like real, real A&Rs anymore. You don't have like an artist development. A lot, a like, lot of people. And labels. Like everybody's all like, fuck the labels. I can damn do whatever I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anarchy know, type and on Anti. online or whatnot, and I'll be my own department. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll run all these departments myself, and don't really know how to run it. You know, some works, some doesn't, but everybody's yeah. independent right now. Yeah, yeah a lot of those OGs that you spoke yeah. of, they have no. But the OGs, you really can't. You, you, they can't really talk it's because a lot of the, the younger generation is all like. But it would help if it would fuck, their presence they, they would be old heads. They don't know what's their going. Their presence on. would still be helpful though. Yeah, I think. I think so too, but I think, um, but yeah, it's all, you know, everybody want that everything quick fast now instant you know, gratification man, instant gratification that's what, that's what social media there. did to us yeah. and streaming like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's why the quality of these projects i still treat the internet like it's social like it's social networking mm. like just like me i remember it. twitter when it was social networking right yes. yeah like when it was yeah. it's called a social network now it's social media right yeah. and it's all like <sighs> Like it's it's hard to get around. It's hard to connect with people, and you know. Right. I I finally found my balance with with Twitter. I had to um, remove myself from my personal account because <laughs> it just got too ugly. But the, now, just you know, moving over to the other side, I found a balance. I can I can mm-hmm. I can be on there for a while, engage with people, not mm-hmm. feel like everybody's just angry about something. I've just found myself wanting to be around people face to face more now. Yes. After we've gotten over, this. I'm more face to face now. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't like, like I value it. this shit way more than like just being on my phone on Twitter because the shit is not real. It's not real. Yeah. And I'm a person who do, do not like being around like shit that is just 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 not authentic. Like right. it's just. But it's like, so much of that now. It's so it's much so of that. Much, that's yeah. it's so much now that's of that that is tolerated. It's Let too me say many that. alter egos now instead mm-hmm. of just people existing yes. on a social platform. It's them reinventing yeah. themselves. You know, and it's, it's just like me. Yeah, I went through a lot me. of name changes and stuff like that. You know, oh boy. But one too. thing I just, <laughs> one thing I just never really freaking, you know, forgot is you know the individuality. You know, yeah. like staying away from the unoriginal clone of mine. Something that MF Doom said you know a yeah. long time ago is like, um, uh, groupthink, you know, man. Yeah. So it's um, so when it comes to the new generation or whatnot to how it is now is yeah it is kind of harder to connect with them but at the same time 
Oh, you know. All generations will come to a point where they're going to be like, all right, we give up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, we, we got to talk with the people who've been here for a long time is because... Yeah, this shit is not really lasting long for me. I just don't want to get, yeah, like, um, time-stamped. Because, you know, yeah. niggas give up, but they still, like... Oh, you can't get time-stamped now. Uh, niggas can't. still, like, trying to, like, claim it. I'm not even, like, <laughs> get on K-Slay Radio and shit like uh-huh. that. Like, that. that's still a thing, like, niggas. Oh, you know that, what I'm type, of, like, that you know, type of time-stamp. Right, right. Okay, like, yeah. S- stop. You just kind of reject everything past a certain point. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know foreign to you when it's like i'm trying to grow with this culture i realize i'm not the youngest consumer anymore mm-hmm. you know? yeah because you, you youngest consumer now is definitely on that bitcoin shit and he's like 12 years old with a right. couple of racks under yeah. him and he's controlling and buying up a whole bunch of urls and making money and right. selling it back to you but that's when and you making got apps at the end age of 15 or whatnot using amazon web you 30 40 years old and looking at tutorials on youtube from right. a young nigga so <laughs> right. like, that's, that's, that's that age when you when your brain is still that sponge that could do, and you really yeah. want to you you're on top of everything that's coming out yeah, everything got your notepad yeah. Yeah. super hip pausing the video you know? and shit trying to and it's yeah. almost like it's, it's it's i think even for that generation it's just second nature because like they grew up in a digital age you know what yeah. i mean and they grew up with a, a already shitty job market yeah so you they see what to, we went yeah, through yeah. right yeah it's like and now oh, we, fuck that like, yeah you know? now we're all like we don't want you to go through that right. like with my son genesis i'm all like yeah i didn't like doing languages different languages and even thought about like picking up another language which i somewhat did yeah. you know but i'm all like yeah, I really need you to. You gonna you gonna learn another language for real, for, for real, real, for real. Like, like out yeah, the gate. Like, like I learn music as far as by ear. And if you want to pick up music, yeah, I'm gonna make sure you really know about like classically trained, read. like yeah, to read, you know, and shit like that. You know, I'm definitely gonna have you more hands on than where I'm at now. Mm, like, yeah, yeah there's times I go back to writing. Like on a piece of paper, I be on the phone so much, I be like, yo, my handwriting sucks. Right. So <laughs> I'm like, now I'm all. I don't want my son to be on that neither. You know, I'm I like, mean, I need you to be a regular civilian, right. like a progressive civilian out here. Be able to exist in multiple spaces yeah. and not even code switching, just you being able to be you. Yeah. Everywhere. And I, yeah. Which and would, be confident, confident which, in that. Yeah. Which is a good, good place to kind of wrap things up and segue. Mm-hmm. Talk about the Lion Hotel. Talk about that. I know you're, you're working with them. Yeah, I have the. Um, uh, I don't know if y'all know. Y'all know I had like the sound weave selection, yes, mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. So um, it's more remnants of that. Okay. Um, and we have this thing called. Um, I have a thing called Leaf Broadcast. We're basically where, I mean, it's 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 like setting of like how we are now. But as far as um, the type of talks that's going to be on there is going to be very very techy. Yeah. You know, very nerdy. You know, very. Um, but we're gonna break it down, you know, to where it's all like relatable. digestible shit. Yeah, yeah that di- you know digestible stuff when it comes to just oh, if I get somebody in who builds a synthesizer, he's not gonna talk to you in his terms and whatnot. We try to guide it into a way for me knowing lo- different languages of mm-hmm. like communication arts to where we can say this right. is how it's done and simplified in talks. And so um, I have some people coming through for that, and um, it's more just. Um, it's going to be like on a family thing, you know, if anything they need from me as far as, you know, when it comes to just other ends of multimedia, you know, I'll be working along with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some good people that's going to be there. Um, my friend Damon, uh, Damon, 
Jack Inslee is the person that's doing the stuff with um, yeah, the Full shout Service out to Radio. Jack. Yeah, we know Jack. Shout out to Full Service Radio. Um, you know, Creative DC, they have a lot of parts in it too. Shout out to Morgan. There's going to be a lot of people that's in our community, but it's, um, you know, there's, there's this thing that, you know, this vision that I have for it is that what we talked about with Boiler Room or Red Bull or, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. Um, loud, you know, or like speakers, how noisy come through here, or mm-hmm. like any other publication and stuff. Right. So, you know, the the full service radio stuff that's going to be there is is kind of like we we're really trying to be. We always had the idea of doing the same thing that Red Bull and Boiler Room do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to bring that up and saying that yo for DC we want that to be the place to go. The know, landmark, so, like a landmark, to, like a hub. Yes, because I'm, I'm very, very excited for the opening of it. Even the opening in general, not even just us going there to record and, and, and be a part of full service radio, but mm-hmm. um, that whole concept, when I first learned of it, I fell in love with it. Uh, I'm a big lifestyle brand fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I like hospitality, especially um, hospitality um, entities with a niche like that. So to see all the different components and even find out there's going to be events there, yeah. you know, and I know what type, I know what type of events they're going to want in there. Um, this is going to be something that I not only would want to introduce my my friends and family to here that live here, but mm-hmm. also anybody I know who's coming to visit. You know what I mean? Right. I, could, I could point them in that direction for sure, you know, because people always ask me, what's popping in D.C.? What's popping? And I tell them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, but it's it's good to know that even something like that, a, a hotel of that of that type, yeah, it will exist in D.C. You know, yeah, this like it's, it's kind of like got like a, a soul like house, big ass playground for everybody. Yeah. You <laughs> right. know, but you know, it, like, it, like a label almost, just like the stories yeah. that can come from that. Just people just, I mean, just for the fact that that's going to be like you're going to have a radio station and just like little chill out rooms where you can do right. like. You know, intimate events and stuff like that in mm-hmm. there. You know, to where it's going to be broadcasted to all the hotels, to mm-hmm. where you also be able to get it online. Mm-hmm. You know, to, as far as like listening, like that's the next level. That's a lot of different possibilities of what can go on there. Mm-hmm. You know, to like bring you know DC together as far yeah. as you know with multimedia, but also like broadcast like yes, yes. like structured so much, radio. Sh- yeah. yeah, you can broadcast so much shit on there to where. Yeah. It comes back, you know. Somebody's gonna listen to it. They'll be like, "Daddy, going? That's what's going on there." Right, right. From this interview that I heard, you know, right. on Line Hotel, just build up. And that. you know, you you got to look at the people who's going to be listening to it. You know, the type of people that's it's already you know demographically market too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know that's there. So it's gonna be, yeah. It's I never I'm really excited. put like a thing like high up there on the totem pole. Like this is the top shit. Like that's chief of like what it is. But like I really can. I really believe in it to where yeah i mean i'm like yeah <clears throat> i just had the conversation it's with gonna jack, be next with jack he knows his shit he's passionate about uh, you could tell from what he what they the what the folks over at full service radio and the line hotel really want to do mm-hmm. you know it's really genuine and i i feel confident that they're the right people to help right. execute this so yeah but my my, my last question was all right congrats on Becoming a father, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the most important the, part of this whole conversation, FYI, right, which we've touched on a little bit, but not directly. But you know, I just went to the uh, to the Jay concert last week, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, four forty four, great album, but legacy, right? And you talked on it a little bit, like 
the things that you wish that you could do or take that year to do to develop yourself. Mm-hmm. Now you have this child who you can really invest in and 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 because they're starting fresh out, right? So you mm-hmm. just have the highest hopes and stuff. So, but how for you as Flash, how has fatherhood kind of changed or redirected or strengthened your goals and your path? Um, it made my time management better. You know, it made me think about a lot of shit that I was doing that wasn't really making me go anywhere. You know, it made me <coughs> cut that stuff off. Cut the fat. You know, yeah. Um, but as far as um, it's, 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 it made me happier, you know, as being a father, you know, like as being a creative, you know, without my son, you know, before he got here, like this time, so I was just like, uh. Like, I don't feel like doing this shit no more. Like, I just feel like, you know, like, or like my passion would get cut, you know, from the simplest things. So it's like having him, you know, around it, it makes me put everything into perspective of, of like my passion, everything, the things that I've been doing ever since <laughs> whenever I started doing it, you know, that like I need to continue to do it because that's the thing that got me out of, um, out of depression, you know, at times, or just like out of bad moods and mm-hmm. shit like that. Those low spots, you know, those low spots, those you know, like was my music and my art, you know. So yeah. for him to have me, him to be here now, I'm more like, yeah, I know I have to continue to keep doing this because if I don't, then it's, it's gonna look bad upon him, mm-hmm. you know, and it's more on me because I'm the one who brought him into this world, mm-hmm. you know. So new life is definitely good for yeah, it encouraging. <laughs> encouraging you to 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 keep pushing um Mm -hmm. as well as just you know bringing joy bringing joy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so shout out to the young king genesis Mm -hmm. so i think that's that's about it (laughs) (laughs) awkward pause pregnant pause since we talking about jay yeah (laughs) pregnant pauses we need to do that um I got some sound effects, man. I'm telling you, man. We're gonna start dropping them jumps in there. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Okay. I got I got effects, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Flash, all of the above. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you sitting down with us. Um, just sharing some insight, man. You know. I love to talk. You. I know uh, y'all love to talk. We all know our shit. Man, I'm yeah, registering. Yeah, so. I'm registering. <laughs> <laughs> man, look, I'm, I'm still, but I'm registered. I'm I can see the I can see the wave. I, I'm on the wave. Come on. I'm good too, right? Yeah. You're perfect. All right. Everybody good. I, I, nah, everybody good. Nah, Where can people find you? Yeah, where you? can people find you, man? Um, I mean, I've been doing it for so long. I mean, honestly, you can find me Everywhere, anywhere, honestly. Maybe. Just type in Flash Frequency. So Instagram, Twitter, my website, nf001.us. Mm-hmm. Um, Bandcamp, Spotify. Yeah. Add, add, follow and um yeah find me here in adams morgan area all the time around dc he's around yeah the all the fly kids show was powered by fairground creative media and is recorded at the innovator studio inside impact hub located in the pen quarter section of downtown dc engineered by backpack matt and ryan gordon and produced by geronimo knows me you can subscribe to and listen to this podcast on soundcloud itunes google play Stitcher, Mixcloud, and Spreaker. Tell a friend and pay it forward.